Welcome to Snowmobile Sessions Live on YouTube and your favorite podcast platforms. We're the number one destination to learn about snowmobiling, network with other sledders, and have an awesome time doing it. We'll meet other snowmobilers that share your passion and show your fan photos along the way. Snowmobile Sessions Live. Enjoy the ride. It's a journey Episode of Snowmobile Sessions Live is brought to you by our friends at Energy Power Sports. They're Oakville's full-line BRP dealer with sales and service to all BRP models and so much more. Don't forget to check them out on YouTube and subscribe to that YouTube channel and also on Instagram, energypowersports.ca. It's also brought to you by Fast Track snowmobile traction products don't forget when you put your uh, studs and backers in the cart at fasttrack.co there's no k in track so it's f-a-s-t-t-r-a-c.co use the coupon code snow s-n-o-w and that the uh, toolkit is absolutely free i used a toolkit last week i experienced this the awesome scratch patterns that are unique to fast track personally on the weekend. And uh, we're going to talk more about that when we get to fan photos. It's also brought to you by the super fans of last week. And I'm sorry, I don't have a tally going on that one, but uh, thank you so much for uh, searching out and finding that dollar sign below your chat window and, uh, and sending some love your way. So we'll, we'll catch up on it, you know, shortly. Right. Yeah, buddy. And also, too, I had questions about the podcast. Uh, I haven't been, been, I've been slacking on that since the Christmas. <laughs> I was, I'm, I was trying to fix the Christmas audio because it was so horrible. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna post it and then get everything caught yeah, up. This, it'll be yeah. all caught up this week. You'll be able. You'll have, you'll have freaking twenty hours of podcast to listen to while you're driving your sleds up north or down right south. To, to, yeah, uh, Southern Tug Hill Snow Riders. <laughs> that's right that's right yeah so anyway we got chris from tug here we go oh, Doug, how are you hill on yep we're doing good tell us a bit about yourself and the, the club and you know just give us a little rundown then we'll get to more with your photos for sure yeah no absolutely appreciate you having me and uh like i said before when we before we went live i'm enjoying a labat blue for you canadian boys tonight so thank you oh sweet <laughs> cheers so cheers, bud. Thank you for having us on. So the no Southern, Tug Hill, Southern Tug Hill Snow Riders are a uh, snowmobile club based in the southern part of Lewis County, which is that Tug Hill region, uh, kind of north of Utica, in between the Utica Canadian border. Um, you know, in total, uh, the region has five to 700 miles. That's miles, not Canadian. You guys use some other weird lingo for that thing. But, uh, <laughs> hey. Up, up um, you know, what makes our area special is we have a little bit of elevation anywhere from 1500 feet to about 2000 feet and we're due east of Lake Ontario. So we get that beautiful gift of lake effect snow. You know, the wind picks up, Canadian wind blows across and kind of lifts up the moisture and, and gives us our snow. So any given year we're, we're bouncing around the two to 300 inch range. Um, and you know, our volunteers, groomer operators and volunteer club members get on it and, uh, make the riding enjoyable for all the people to come. So uh, I've kind of coined the phrase and it's, it's between the kind of Tug Hill area and the old forge area. Uh, it really is an unbelievable snowmobile destination, but it, it, we put so many people on the snow because of our proximity to populations. You know, we're, we're in a short shot of, you know, the New York city Metro area, the tri-state area, Pennsylvania, Connecticut. 
um, and we have pretty good consistent snow, especially early in the season. So we are definitely one of, if not the most uh, densely populated snowmobile attractions in the world. Um, there's a lot of sleds in a small amount of area. Uh, so it, yeah. it's a cool, pretty cool thing to see. So uh, that's kind of who we are. I mean, uh, our, our specific club, we manage 68 miles of trail, like I said, in that southern part of Lewis County, which is the bottom end of the snow belt. Uh, you can't really go much more south and have consistent snow from December to March. We're really as low as you can really go. Um, so it's, it's a benefit to us. And then, you know, climbing up through uh, the rest of Lewis County into Jefferson to our north, Oswego to our west, and the northern part of Oneida. Those are kind of the four counties that make up that Tug Hill area. Uh, and like I said, about 800 miles. So it's a, it's a wonderful spot. Thousands and thousands and thousands of snowmobilers, you know, visit us each winter. Rideable snow from typically mid-December to mid-March. We're a little late this year. We're just getting going this past week, but uh, it's here to stay now, especially after this, this foot or so dump we just got today. And I know you boys got some too, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like that's thing. That's what I've heard about Tug Hill well years and it's it's been this mecca of snow that you get. You you get the snowmageddon. Uh it's almost like the perfect storm scenario where you guys are located nestled in under the Great Lakes. So you get all that lake effect and and uh it's apparently you're open longer than any, any other region and and it's nice to hear 800 miles. That's a lot of riding options you have there. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a gift and a curse for sure, especially uh, trying to manage that. I know Rick was uh, saying he shot from, you know, shoveling 20 inches of snow all day today. Um, <laughs> so when we get that snow, you know, everybody's pounding the area and wants to ride it. Um, but it takes a couple of days to sift it out, especially because the volunteers that are taking care of the grooming uh, also are taking care of their families and their own driveways and their own work and yards and things like that. So uh, it, it always takes a couple of days. But if you're kind of into that off trail uh, backcountry feel, you can totally get that if you hit a lake effect storm, right? And you can ride trails in a foot to two or sometimes three feet of powder uh, and, and really do it legally. So, but nice. people get in trouble too. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hear you. Let's see who's in the house here today. We got that Jay fly low. He says, uh, hello, everyone. Renegade X. Good evening, guys. And uh, we got uh, pro Polaris. He's right there. Got some pictures of him too. Michael Milner pro uh, Jesse Buckman. Hey, everyone. Matt B dominator evening. Gent sled next 150. Ron. Hey, boys. Bruce Stewart. What's up, guys? Brad Hitchcock, our buddy. He likes Tug Hill. Uh, Uncle Buck. He says, congrats on getting the new sled rich. Dustin Ingram's in there. And uh, Tony Cat says, what's up, y'all? Tony Cat sent me a real nice message after last week, Rich. He, yeah. didn't, know we, he didn't know we cared. <laughs> yeah, man, for sure. We love that guy. I'm glad he's doing well. He's out of surgery, and yep. he said he was going to be on tonight. So Yeah, he's good. He's in there, so it's good to see him. Yeah, that's great. So hopefully he's, uh, he's pulling through okay. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll get another update on him pretty yep. soon so olive garden gnome mrs uncle buck's probably gnome. watching yeah yeah uh, who else is in there dominator i don't know whether i said that sometime is now he says hey gary you're i have your balloon ready don't know what that means <laughs> I, I that's over my head i don't know oh that's the sound effect he says have oh your, the rubber yeah yeah have your balloon ready <laughs> yeah. yeah so anyway we'll talk about that shortly um, Nicholas Rodriguez, uh, wow, Chris Rank, big fan, baby. 
Oh, wow. You got some big fans, some heavy hitters in here, do you? Yeah, there we so. go. Uh, Troy, Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> Troy Parks, Tyler Haverkamp. That's a new name. Sloby. Have you ever ran into Sloby? You don't know who Sloby is? I do not. I'd love to meet him. Oh, Sloby. Yeah, he's he's a, all the time. yeah, he is. And you know what? Look him up on the YouTube network and uh, you'll see what he's all about there. Um, Mark Poe, he's a buddy of ours. Odie, the sledding car guy, he's getting excited about snow in Huntsville, and I'm getting excited about. I'm getting excited about riding with him too. Yeah. Energy Power Sports, he says, "Welcome back from the Arctic, Gary." <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Oh my God! Last week, Chris, we were talking to someone from uh, uh, Labrador, Newfoundland. Okay. It's the coldest place in the world. <laughs> and uh, they, he was talking about minus 40 and we're going, ah, you, you know, you can't relate to it, right? Guess what temperature it was on Saturday when we were riding? Probably minus 40. <laughs> I, minus? Had, I had negative 25 Fahrenheit uh, on the tug Sunday morning and it was cold. It was cold. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Yep. Keith, nice. Keith Sullivan says STH, awesome job. STH rule, T-Sang says. Yeah. But, uh, oh yeah, it's like. It was, you finally get the, it was, it didn't, it was minus 40, but it felt like minus 47. <laughs> so <laughs> what, at what point, at what point do you say no? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't never said no because of a temp, but that's got to be close. No, we didn't. You know what? Well, you know, you're a skidoo rider. That's you don't, right. you have an oxygen helmet and you have a skidoo and you have skidoo gear you don't get cold. And if you don't have any of those things, make sure you check out Energy Power Sports because they'll hook you up good with those stuff. Yeah, you got to have so. good wear, man, for, for that temperatures. But if you're dressed warm, you'll, you'll be fine. Yeah, cold. love that temperature. Yeah, cold will ruin the, uh, cold will ruin a good ride fast. But uh, yeah, we're, we're riding sure. along and my, the oxygen has a big skirt on the bottom of it that goes in your jacket and it come out like messing around with wires and stuff. And it popped out and it was like seconds. It felt like needles on my neck. And I was like, guys, I got to stop and just fix this up. And away we go. So what a, yeah. what a product, what a product that helmet is. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's crazy. I love them. Really um, what's closer Southern tug or Cochrane? So from Toronto, how far are you from me? Do you know? I don't know. I can tell you in a second. Hold on. I think I'm about four hours, but I was going to say about four and a half, five hours, probably. So he's closer, Christy. Let's go. (laughs) Christy Sleds wants to go. So we're going to go. She's actually, uh, she's actually um, sending some good photos tonight too. So I seen them on Facebook. I said, get that into the show before noon and, uh, and cause, and tell me a story on it. Cause the picture's so awesome. She was up in our area. We were in Kirkland Lake and, and she was, I think she was more Cochrane area. But, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, she says, let's go. Yeah. yeah I, 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 four and a half hours is nothing. Pardon me? Four and a half hours is nothing. Come on Yeah, down. that's, oh, the, yeah. Geez, we'll man, you, that's we'll only like, around. that's only like a case of beer. A half a case, really. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a, we'll have 12 done for the border and 12 on the other side of the border. Right? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Sloby so says it's four hours, so. But yeah, see, so the, I think Tug Hill is going to put a statue in my honor. In the, <laughs> we just haven't got. The, yeah, I heard that bronze. Yeah, bronze is hard to get. So they're they're right now with all the chip shortages and supply chain issues. So it, I I guess that's the problem. I'm just assuming. So 
We have, we have an unbelievable sign and statue guy uh, based out of Pennsylvania, city sign in Pennsylvania, big landowner up there, and uh, makes all of our signage. So uh, he's already on the case. I already made a call this afternoon, pal. Perfect. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So Troy Parks, he wants to know the same thing I want to know. He said, where did the name for Tug Hill originate? We know what Gary, he says, we know Gary will want to know. <laughs> Uh, I have my theories and I told my theories last year. Yeah. Your, your theory might be spot on. I'm not sure. Unfortunately uh, for the audience there, I myself am not uh, a local resident of the Hill. I'm uh, born, raised, live and work in Poughkeepsie, New York. Uh, I lived down here my whole life. It's about three and a half hours from the Hill. So I'm down in that in between New York city and Albany Metro area. Uh, grew up snowmobiling uh, in the old forge area as a child. My parents got into it when I was seven, eight years old and uh, built a house in 2006. And kind of the rest is history after that. Uh, they built a house in the tug because of the snow, because of the trails. Um, right when I was graduating high school. Um, Perfect. So I'm not I'm not local to the hill, but obviously uh, I've been the president of Southern Tug since 2015. So seven eight years into this thing as a as a relatively young guy um and and just absolutely love snowmobiling so that's why i do it um nice. it's sometimes tough you know living three and a half hours away from you know the 70 miles of trail that you manage but because of you know the network we've built uh you can rely on some local people in regards to snow and should we groom should we not groom what's it doing uh that with the technology and you know they can send me all the pictures and we can get social media updated real quickly um, it, it all works. So it, it's a blessing that we can make it happen. So, uh, unfortunately I don't know the origin of Tug Hill. I'm going to have to phone a friend on that one. Anybody out there know it? Yeah. Well, I have to, I have to apologize because it was either Bruce Stewart or it was Brad Hitchcock. So I don't forget these things and this is proof. <laughs> I knew, I know what's, I'm narrowed down. I'm 50% right on this, but one of those two dudes said Tug Hill isn't a place. It's a, it it's a lifestyle. <laughs> they, seriously. They, and they sent me a little clip last year. I think I played it uh, on one of the shows and it was a news clip on Tug Hill. And it's like, and that's where I went. Oh yeah, I'm going. I got to go. Yeah. I, th I think yeah, we'll the, have to get down there. The yeah. Real origin background. It's, it's a, it's a lot of logging, uh, logging towns and things like that way back in the late 18s, early 1900s and stuff. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Come on down. We got some places for you to stay and we'll, we'll show you around. Absolutely. No, that'd be good. And, uh, yeah. And Neil Owens in the house. That's great. And I'm trying to hide from him cause I lost his trail bag. So I, or I'm trying, oh, was, trying it, to was it his bag? It was, he gave it to me. It's, it's, okay. uh, but it's a, you know, a dear friend, you know, bequeaths a gift like that. And How'd that come off, you must've not had it hooked on there properly, buddy. You you know how it is. <laughs> yeah. When you yeah. get when you get new technology and you get video cameras running, yeah, you, you got Ucom, Uclear communicators, and you got new gauge, and you're you're pairing the phone to this, and you're pairing the phone to that, and you're plugging into here, and you're it's minus forty out, and you know you're you're gassing up your 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 kid's sled, and it's like everybody's pulling in all these directions, and I don't know that I. I don't know that I ever like I might have set it on and then got distracted and then Didn't walked away. But yeah. I, I went back to the video footage today and the one picture you could see it's it's sitting Dangling. up. Well, no, it's it's sitting. It's when we we're in the parking lot screwing around with with all this crap, yeah. electronic crap. 
And the, I think that's the technical term for it too. It'll be in the 2023 catalog, electronic crap. Um, we're screwing around with all electronic crap. And then you can see the seat bag is kind of in position, but it's not pushed down. And then the next shot, which is minutes later that I finally turned to the sled to walk towards it. I actually put waters in the bag and it was in place. So I might've went and, and, locked down or didn't lock it down it wasn't locked in place obviously for it to come off yeah. it, the, the link the link clip only works when when it's engaged so i i obviously did i, I obviously did something wrong and and uh you know but I, the, you know what it was fun it was at least that's the least of my problems love the yeah. bag though it's uh yeah. it was a it was a sad loss everything neil's owen told me about that bag was 100 percent right but uh <laughs> I could say I've never lost a bag, but I've lost thousands of dollars worth of items out of bags because I forget to zip yeah. or clean, right? Yeah. Well, I'll is tell there you anything something. important inside the bag, Gary, or no? Just water bottles and shit? Uh, just water bottles and my, my snowmobile sessions, Mud Brats, uh, Gator, and the oh, Jet okay. Ice uh, Sled 519. My Jet yeah. Ice Gator was in there too because it was a minus 40 Gator. That that thing rocks. So Yeah. I'm I'm gonna have to buy one from me if you let me know where I can find them. Well, maybe um, someone will turn it in, man. You never yeah, know. I, I'm I've lost faith in it. We went looking for it, and I posted it on some groups, and it's not going to come back. If it does, it's going to be a, a rare thing. But here's a little tip for you guys. And I told Mark Bo this today. I'm going to print a card, like a eight and a half by eleven, reward if found, contact blah 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 blah, and laminate it at at the local post office, put it in every bag that that's link. Yeah. Cause I mean, if it falls off, it comes out, hopefully someone, you know, there's still, I still have faith in humanity, right? Yeah, and you never know, man. We went out looking for it and Drew and I went out that night looking for it. And I thought best case scenario, would be sitting up on a snow pile. We knew roughly where we didn't cause we came back and then we kind of bypassed the lake on the way back. So it was from our hotel to this one lake. So it was about 50K um, that we went to, to, to backtrack it, but it wasn't there. And then someone said they, they thought they seen a post on 705 snowmobiles that it was turned in to a gas station there. And I phoned the one gas station and that was closest. And they said that they, they didn't know. So I don't know what that means, but yeah. no. So Gary and Rick, I just got a text message from my vice president, uh, who is a full-time resident there now, now retired. And he's telling me that the word tugging, T-U-G-G-I-N-G. Um, oh, we know what that means. Wagon skidding logs. Ah, so, that's, so it's uh, logging. Logging. Oh. logging is the background of Tug Hill, for sure. Is that what they called it back in the day? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, um, do you guys want to do some, uh, some fan photos now? Yeah, let's do it, man. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Get on this. Fan photos are brought to you by Fast Track Snowmobile Traction Products. Check out fasttrack.co. All right. Yeah. Fast Track. And I mean, I mean, I experienced that that scratch pattern. I put my studs in. Um, I put my studs in last weekend and got the job all finished Thursday, uh, 
Wednesday night and hit the road Thursday. And it's pretty awesome. Awesome yeah, product. Oh yeah. Very happy. And the installation was really good. They got these templates and you just, you cut out, there's 14 different stud positions, 14 rows on my 137. And then you repeat. Yep. And, uh, and so they make it really easy and you just punch in the holes they, with that toolkit that you get for free when you use the coupon code snow and, uh, it's, it was easy. It was the easiest part of, of all the work I did on the sled last week. Like I put a lot of accessories on it, including tunnel protectors and the, uh, and the, the stud in the track was actually fun. Yeah. So yeah, I can't, uh, I can't, you can't go wrong with it. So check it out. Uh, and we also have word from a fan on it as well this week as well. But, um, anyway, so rich chris uh rich and i are kind of famous we oh, we we're, we're on snowmobiler television do you know jeff steenbackers uh stv snowmobiler television uh, i don't it's know him a, personally but i i do frequent that channel yeah well he wanted to interview rich and i so he flew us down to peterborough in a gmc diesel sierra with a chauffeur Corey brock and uh and we went and he did a little interview with us and then it aired on on the show last week and then it now it's living its life on youtube for the rest of its eternity or until jeff gets fired and uh but rich and i weren't the only celebrities that were shown on that uh, show because if you watch the video you'll see renegade x and pro polaris sniffing That's around I know right that. there yeah <laughs> Look at those two studs. So make sure you, you you comment on it that you know those two. Yeah, he picks up his uh, XCR tomorrow too. So who does? Uh, Pro players. We we're just chatting. Yeah, I get mine right tomorrow, on. and he picks his up tomorrow. So that's awesome. Right on. Maybe yeah. it's the same one. Maybe you have to share it. Yeah, probably the same color. So, yeah. yeah. And then I'm gonna go. Th I'm gonna quickly go through pictures that I that I have from the weekend because I never get to share anything, Chris. Rich, I'll attest to that. This is what my this is what minus forty looks like and feels like minus forty seven in northern Ontario. Yeah, nice. And then and then the only picture I wanted to get of of Rocky and Bullwinkle here was of Bullwinkle here was that picture. He's angry there. He doesn't like the cold. And and there's my fast track studs. So nice. It's uh yeah. you can see they they shed ice. It's pretty awesome. They're sticking out there like, like claws. I love it. Man, does it hook up? So very impressed. But yeah, it was fun. That's uh, that's cool. That's instant, <laughs> instant freeze. And then we got some pictures on the trail there. And there I am talking to the boys, going, you know what? That was that's me right there. I was like, you know what, guys? Like that was forty-seven kilometers an hour. Let's let's go up to forty-eight kilometers an hour and see. <laughs> see see how it feels you know and uh, they all agreed that, that they didn't want to go to 50 they thought that might be too fast for the day so we stayed we stayed slow you know Corey, if he's watching he'll attest to that how are the trail conditions up there oh really good here's a shot of one of the trails right there that we uh we stopped at yeah yeah so Yep. How far yeah. may, up north did you go, Gary? Like, how far did you guys make it on the trail? How far? How far did you get up? Oh, uh, we went. Like, I don't know how close we were to Cochrane, but we we went towards Cochrane, and then we got to a point where it was like, okay, let's turn around, and go back, and then we we were planning on doing a night ride that night, and that that's when Drew and I went out to uh, 
to uh, find the bag that night. So, but uh, yeah, yeah, no, we, I don't know how far I'd have to look it up. I'll have to look, go on BRP, go and, and, mm-hmm. and uh, look at that map to see how far we went. But we were going to go to Cochrane if we got out in the morning early enough, but the, uh, there's nothing open there. Like, it's not like you could go to the snowmobile museum or anything like that. So, no. but uh, yeah, there's, there's a funny video story coming out after that shot of, when Drew and I switched off on sleds and I, I had some issues with, with Roscoe and it's, it's kind of funny. So it, it's coming out on video probably in the next week or so. So <laughs> it'll be a short, it'll just be a little short of w- what happens when you haven't rode your sled for a year, how much you forget about it. But uh, anyway, this is some, this, yeah, it's looking course, good. I love, I love to see all those BRP products there. Oh yeah. This is, we're the do crew, right? And, uh, and it was three 2022s on break-in mode and one 2009 that's been ridden hard, put away wet, and <laughs> and uh, uh, ridden to manufacturer specifications, so to speak. So, um, yeah, so Corey doesn't like the high windshields. He doesn't like windshields at all, and he didn't like muffs until it got to be minus 40 and they were lined up at the BRP dealer to buy buy hand muffs, and now he's a believer. yeah you gotta ride the minus 40 you need those but i will say the windshield on the renegade i i could have taken it off and not been as cold because it it directs wind right into your face it's too low it's either got to be no windshield so a bikini would have been better because then the wind was going in your chest it was right in your face so i i gotta i gotta do something about that i'm thinking of just getting rid of the windshield and running a bikini for the rest of the year but uh, that's another story. And uh, yeah, so Corey Brock sent me these photos today. And uh, that him and Neil, that's Neil from Energy Power Sports. Neil's their mechanic. He came with us. So he, he's got a brand new sled and and uh, he wanted to try it out and did good with it. And then the uh, this, is, this is nighttime. So it was minus 40 in the day. Um, and this is for all the people that don't believe the LED lights work in the cold. Um, these are the B2 stingers, motojungle.ca. They definitely work in the cold. Yeah, so we're, they do, man. I know, I know. It's like the, these people with all their myths, right? <laughs> so I could go on and on, but anyway, that's our, that's our posing for a night ride shot. Nice. And then this is, this is coming back from that, from Saturday, just, we stopped at a bridge to get a photo. Um, and there's the stingers all lighting up the trails. Awesome. And then this was kind of, this is kind of cool. Like, I think it was Friday night. We just wanted to go out for a short rip. There was just me, Corey, and Drew, and we didn't want to go too far. It was blazing cold. It was probably minus 60 at that night, and uh, we just thought we'd go out for a, a short rip, and we found a nice little loop, and we just kept doing it. So we, nice. we, re- we repeated the loop about three times, and we had the communicators going, and we just laughed our ass off like schoolgirls the whole time and making jokes, and it was it was a lot of fun. So. Yeah, and the, the uh, it was so cold that that Neil wanted to get a pull start for a sled, so he actually put a manual um, pull cord on the 850. So we went to this dealer up there that helped us out, and and big shout out to Great Outdoors, uh, the Great Outdoors BRP Ski Do dealer in Kirkland Lake. Um, they were awesome. I mean, we walked in. Corey was there to get the muffs, and found out that they had they had the manual pull cord. So Neil and us all went back. 
And uh, Corey said, you got to check out the sleds in there. So we all went in and we, we were goo gone over this guy's vintage sled collection. Yeah, that is and, nice. Well, you, the owner come out and he goes, uh, this, is, this isn't even all of them. There's way more out back. And then he wasn't going to take us out there. And then all of a sudden he goes, do you guys want to go see them? And next thing you know, he's kicking snow down from the door and he took us in his secret collection. And it was pretty, it was pretty impressive, but he Very had odd. a, this is, wow. this one, he, this one here is the summit. There is a 50 edition and it's a summit. So they only made 600 of those. That thing was like brand know. new. And there's a that Blair like more 50. Yeah, it does. It does, but it's a long track. Long it's a track, one. Yeah. yeah. And the, uh, and it has a high riser on it, but that's all stock. Um, there's a Blair Morgan up there. There's, there's everything. There's an Alpine single ski and they're all cool. their, they're all their sleds. They own them all. So it was kind of cool. Nice. We were going to go to see the vintage motorcycle, uh, snowmobile museum in Cochrane. We didn't yeah. get up there, but th- what we've seen at this guy's place out back was pretty freaking amazing. So I didn't, nice. I didn't put any pictures in there cause I wasn't sure whether he wanted us to show that part of it, but, yeah. um, what, what a bunch of great guys that, that were at that dealer and, um, were really helpful and they actually installed the the uh, the manual pull cord for Neil and and got it done in a timely manner and we were back on the trail so it was awesome and kudos to them John Luke our friend sent this he says I was driving into work this morning two ski <laughs> in awesome. Milton yeah this is at the corner of Main Street and Brawny Street <laughs> and that one does look like a 50 edition that's awesome that's great yeah, so isn't that crazy? Die hard ski doer. So I was plowing my driveway today with my ATV, and Adam Furlong from Backyard Rec comes along and braps over my big snow pile and puts all the snow back into my driveway. Little <laughs> bugger. So, um, and this is from Carl. He says, Gary, sorry for sending this late, but we had a great time riding in Western New York this weekend on a private property. Check out the sunset from the private farm field. Broke in my 22 Renegade 850. She now reads 30 miles. Uh, my <laughs> broke in. I don't think it miles. is. Yeah. <laughs> He's on grass there, man. Yeah. My cousin he said my cousin broke in is new to him to 2015 MXZ XRS 800. And Brandon's 2011 Pro R has a new wrap and got some miles this weekend. So kind of blurry, but that must be the one with the wrap. But uh, yeah, a couple of nice sleds there for oh, sure. Yeah. Christy Carson, she's in the chat right now. She says, uh, here's some pics from my first guy's trip, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> we stayed at a house that's, that some Owen Sound friends own, so sleds were parked in the cold all week. We only really had trouble getting them going on the first morning, but by the end of the week, they all needed a good thaw. Had some beverages with Adam, also from District 9 who was up there at grooming and Kenny from polar bear riders. It was good to see both of them and talk grooming clubs and sledding trails were mostly mint. Uh, my sled loved the cold, my toes, not so much Christy Carson. And, uh, yeah, so that must be them staging. Here's some shots from the trail. Look at that. Minus 33 feels like minus 44. That's the morning. It must've been when I was starting my sleds the first morning we were there. I put that video up today. Um, starting 850 in that but it actually got colder the next day believe it or not so um and this is the photo of all photos isn't that amazing yeah it's that's nice. a cool shot yeah that's the one i seen on facebook i said you got to send that in that's one of the better shots it's a 
It's my new phone screensaver, I think. Looks like Mark Bosled on there. Oh, yeah, the Blizzard, yeah. Yeah, and this is from Slednut. He says, this is this dated, dated pick. Yeah, he said it's from the 90s when I visited the Cat Factory for the first time. It's fascinating watching a snowmobile to be built right from flat aluminum stamping on the tunnel. I'm a bit of a Slednut and have toured each Cat Polaris Ski-Doo factory three times each. I suggest that anyone lo loves everything snowmobiles owes it to themselves to visit one of these factories and witness the process. After my last visit to BRP in the summer of 2019, I can say that it's the most high-tech assembly process I've witnessed, and it seems to be appreciated, but they do not allow any photos to be taken on the tour. I actually heard that, actually. Mm -hmm. Our tour guide told us that they are trying to find a way to be able to provide video link, allowing customers to watch their own sled proceed through the assembly line. How cool would that be? That, that would, would be, be well. That would be really neat, right? I mean, how would you know? You could have any sled and just say it was yours it's almost yeah. like the it's almost like the the nato santa thing right <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's uh and neil was saying he's been neil from energy power sports he's he went to tour the the assembly and said that you can't take any pictures but he said it's pretty crazy watching the robots zip around grabbing parts yeah. for all the people well, building yeah. yeah well no like some manual guys putting it together and yeah. then just pushes a button and the robot zings off, grabs that part he needs next and whips it back. And he said, it's pretty awesome. It stops at intersections and <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool. So that's okay. old though, man. This picture here, look at the guy oh, laying yeah. there, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, He's ribbing that in the tunnel. That's that hilarious. Was me. That was me like last Wednesday night at 11 o'clock. Hilarious, man. Yeah. Yeah, that like safety protocol wouldn't fly nowadays. <laughs> yeah. I like the guy in the tank top. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> yeah, that's I love it. <laughs> they were the cool guys back in the day there, that eh? That is old, man. Yeah, Love it. Moose and Ron, this picture here was sent to me December 13th. And oh, uh, for some reason, I missed it. It was I was just going through pictures, and it came up uh, as a unread and it was oh, like yeah. holy crap how did i miss it so it probably came in afternoon on a monday i'm thinking <laughs> and then i just said i'll get it next week yeah but anyway um moose and ron kestalute pit stop near saint mary's ontario a 2016 blizzard 800 and a 2020 tnt 600 february 2021 minus 15 degrees that's balmy and look at that old girl in the back do you guys have much vintage stuff around your area chris yeah, we have a ton of vintage following. Uh, a lot of the bars and restaurants do, you know, vintage rallies and they spread them out. So there'll be different contests, different shows almost every weekend throughout the winter. Um, New York State does do a uh, a free vintage uh, weekend where you don't have to be registered and that type of stuff. So it's a it's a cool thing. It's definitely a, a niche and there's definitely a, a decent following there. So uh, my family uh, just acquired a snow jet. We got that running over the summer. So looking forward to uh, kind of bopping around and, and bringing that thing to a couple shows and having a couple beers. And they, they are cool. I mean, I'm a skidoo guy. They are. We talked about this before. So I would love to have a, uh, you know, like a late 60s Olympic or something like that. I'm always checking the Facebook marketplace and stuff looking for them. So one day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yep. Well, when I when I. When I toured that back, uh, that back room of the, uh, the, the dealership, we were up in up North and my heart sank cause there was a 69 Nordic in there 
just like I had sold a year before. I was like, oh, that's so <laughs> beautiful. But nice. uh, I'll get I'll get something one day. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So this is from Jimmy G. He says, uh, 1997 Skidoo Summit 583 photo taken near Big Sky, Montana, Saturday, January 16th. We've seen that one. Yeah, we, he sent in other pictures. Oh, yeah, but yeah, not this right photo. On. This is new. This right is from on. January 16th. But yeah, it's a beautiful sled, man. It's nice mm-hmm. to see that old that old girl still Something rocking like the that. mountains, right? Like amazing how far they've cool. come though, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I what, wouldn't doubt that, would, that doesn't look that long. It might be no. 145, yeah. 144. Yep. Um yep. But he did send in all the specs. It's pretty done up. It's pretty well treated, but the uh like that's the thing. It's nice to see this thing still kicking kicking butt in the mountains. I don't think it would be that bad of a sled to ride up there either. Like, look at the stance on it. You know, like it would probably it would probably hold its own. That's for sure. Except it is a five eighty three. That's the only issue. It might be a little underpowered. It had that hack on it, a high altitude compensator. I remember those. That was yeah, our first I, computer at it. Yeah, compensator. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, nice wrap. That's a sharp looking sled there, even though it's a Polaris. <laughs> oh no, I I was gonna say that's an awesome sled. Like look look at right here. Yeah, that's wicked, man. Yeah, like 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 that one on the right. You know, I'm hiding it by my head. I that's what you're talking about. Is that black one there? <laughs> yeah, that the black yeah, one all the way in the back. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's that is a great sled. I love it. <laughs> no, that's a great wrap. It looks good on the snow, doesn't it? Yeah, oh, it does. yeah. wicked yeah. colors. Uh, that, I don't know if Jimmy G sent me that or not. I, I might've screwed that one up. Oh yeah, he did. He sent me a few. And here's another one here. It's got a lot of Polaris's in the mix here. All right. Uh, yeah. That's a ton I of them. Maybe this is Wisco Sledheads. I think it is. I think, I think I'm out of order on this one. Are you? Yeah. Not sure. There Maybe this is Wisco here for sure. Yep. He says, uh, first 1000 miles on the 22 matrix Vera 1850 started riding December 25th. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, nothing but, good, yeah, nothing but smiles from Northern Wisconsin and the, and the UP of Michigan. Brap. He even got to pull the new to me trail around for a bit. Brap. And he says, love the new sled. Gary last picture is my buddy being towed by an Arctic cat. Broken tie rod end, <laughs> but yeah, he's he's letting her hang there. That's the way you got to ride it, like you stole it when you broke it in. <laughs> Love that shot too. Yeah, it's neat. And there's his trailer inside and out, and he's got a do in there. Add a boy, Wisco. That's pretty <laughs> awesome. And then Odie, the sledding guy, says he's still patiently waiting for a switchback to arrive. The first pitcher is Lake Vernon in Huntsville. And uh, as you can see, there's more than enough ice. Hopefully, we get enough snow so the groomers could start to pack down the trails. That was sent up. They've been staking the lakes up north, though. I know Steve was telling me that. Yeah. Mm. Well, Port Sydney, the the Hill and Gully had all their trails packed. So um, the sad thing is nothing was open south of where we were. So we're... You know, we we're three hours north of Huntsville. We come through Gravenhurst, and there's these asshats riding on the Gravenhurst trails right along the highway. There, it's like just because they're groomed doesn't mean they're open, guys. Stay off yeah. the trails. 
Now, when you, know? you guys when you guys say they stake the lake, so the clubs uh, or whoever's responsible for tr- grooming the trails up there will actually go out onto the lakes and stake them because that's part of a connecting piece yeah, of the trail. True. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Some of them so, use stakes. Some of them put trees out, but most of them are yep. stakes. So one interesting thing about New York State a couple of years ago, uh, they will no longer fund a trail that leads to water that relies to water. So it still does exist. Obviously, there's trails that you know connect two pieces, but no longer will a trail be funded for that section that goes to water um, because they don't want to, because we're definitely south of you. We don't get as cold and we can't really rely on the ice as much as you guys can up there. So uh, it's an interesting thing. And there's only in the Tug Hill area, talking about Tug Hill, there's really no major waterways. We have the Salmon River Reservoir. That's really about it. Um, but there's nothing that really, nothing major water-wise. Uh, over towards Old Fords, they do have the Fulton Chain of Lakes. Uh, they have Stillwater Reservoir. Uh, things like that over there, but uh, none of that is staked. Stillwater Reservoir, they put trees out eventually, uh, but it's one definitely difference between, uh, you know, our Canadian brothers and sisters to the north. Yeah. 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 It must be like liability is, I can see that being a big issue. Yep. yep. Um, there, there's no such thing as safe ice, no matter what, you know. We do, have they a take, do they take groomers out in the ice? No. No. No, okay. they don't usually go across them. I mean, certain areas they do, like small swamps and, and stuff like that. Of but, course. Yep. But not on big lakes, no, no. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. But it's generally not too whooped out. Like, you'd think it would be beat yeah. to crap, and they're usually pretty good. So, uh, All the lakes are big, though, right, Gary? Like, they're huge, man. Most yeah, of them should be right on. There's a groomer. We, we, we came across a groomer on the lake in Huntsville on uh, Ferry Lake last year. Was and it I don't around? Well, I don't know whether it was a, it was one of the resorts that was, that was operating. It was a little piston oh, okay. bully, right? Okay. Um, but I don't know whether it was one of the resorts. It wasn't on the trail. It was kind of off to the side. So I'm thinking it was a private or one of the resorts doing it. It wasn't part of the OFSC unless it was, and I didn't realize it, but you know, here's Sloby that we were talking about. And he says, me and Matt got our first ride in. We didn't do mega miles, but we definitely scratched the itch. Our first snowfall brought around 32 inches. On the day we rated around seven out of 10, ski chatter, slick corners and debris were common themes on the day. Funny story is sometime, sometime has now crashed my vlog. I was watching this. And so did Rich Outdoors <laughs> on accident. A full circle, funny, accidental communicator phone dial. The, <laughs> the final two pictures of the day, myself and Greg had a chance to meet up. A lot of great conversation and content we made. Actually, this was the day that him and Greg met up. The other yeah. pictures are the, uh, uh, the ones in the trail. But you would think this was a great happenstance, but I was watching a video on sled addicts. And the guy's showing Jesse's showing his his phone hooked up to his sled. And oh yeah, the last call I made, I was talking to Rich outdoors. So Rich just calls everybody. I'm thinking, you know, no, I, he called me. I was minding my own <laughs> business. The phone rang. I'm like, oh, Greg's calling. I answered it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hello. He's like, oh hey. He goes, sorry. Yeah. He goes, my my phone dialed you. I'm like, what the yeah, hell? Yeah, he didn't even this? know. He's going. Who? It, it was so funny because he goes, who's yeah. this? And he goes, I guess I'll just talk to him or something <laughs> like that. It's like. The, uh, yeah, that was funny. That was hilarious. hilarious. Yeah. So there you go. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, Tony, Tom Parrott says, Hey Gary, just a shout out to Chris at fast track traction products and all the folks at fast track, great customer service, prompt shipments and great communication. It's an awesome product. We headed up to Hurley 
Titty City says Wisconsin next week. Do you know where that is, Chris? It the name's intriguing. He says parrot cheers, parrot party. Oh, you're muted, I think. They muted. Yeah. I can't unmute him. There we go. Do you know where have you ever been to Titty City? No, let's go. (laughs) I know. I know it sounds good. Sounds like a good time. There's his fast track traction products. So that's it. So he did two per row and you can see how they're just shifted a bit every way. I did three per row and there's not one in one in 15 doesn't repeat, which is pretty awesome. So you got four sets of scratch patterns. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Mark Bo, uh, Jesse says OFSC will not ensure groomers on lakes. Well, there you go. This is another shot of his sled. Look at that exhaust out the back. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, the looks old like, apex, right? Looks like a street bike, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's funny that that can't be stock. He's got no shroud on a great big can out the back. <laughs> yeah. We got uh, Scott Bolden says, I think it's actually Scott Boulder. I apologize for that. It might be Bolden. Oh, it is Bolden. He says, yep. hey, Gary and Rich, love what you guys are doing for the sport. Here's a picture of my 2006 Yamaha Apex GT. Well, that's his from before. And uh, he said, ahead of its time with its fully electric rear adjustable shock, mo- sled mods include dual rate suspension, lightweight lithium bath- battery, Bergstrom skegs, of course, oh, DuPont, yeah. Vespol Hyfax, Custom seat riser and exhaust making memories. Scott Bolden. Yeah, that, that was his sled here. What did I say? Oh, yeah, I had his name on that as well. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's a shorty, eh? Oh, yeah. That thing would just spin. Would You'd be able to dig a trench and lay telephone cable in it, I think. <laughs> that's a good-looking logo there. Oh, yeah, I'd say. I'd say, hold on. I just got to get rid of something here. I noticed there's a, there's some weird thing happening in the chat. What uh, are, uh, what are, what are most of your groomer? I- Go ahead. So what are most of your groomers running up there in, in the OFSC there? Are you doing, you know, tractors? Are they doing piston bullies or, or some kind of crazy combination? It's a combination, combination. more than anything else. Yep. Someone had, someone had to put a, uh, someone had put a, a picture of one from Tug Hill Snow Riders. I'm not sure it was your area, but it was a massive uh, float being dragged by a tractor. Like okay. it was a, it was the biggest thing I ever seen on the snow. Was that your area, or do you know the one I'm talking about? And I, I no, it's not sticking out. I mean, the biggest that we kind of see in our area are those ten and a half foot wide by 22, 24 foot trail paver drags. Uh, that's really the biggest that we typically see. Uh, some of our friends to the north of us, so the Turin Ridge Riders, the Valley Snow Travelers, Barnes Corner Snow Pals, uh, kind of towards the north part of Lewis County. Those guys are running 165, 185, 200 horsepower tractors, uh, nice. big open wide seasonal roads, um, big long stretch. The Southern Tug Snow Riders, we're, we're living in that kind of 145 horsepower down to 115 horsepower range just because we're a little more tight and wooded and then we kind of open up to some of those seasonal roads so uh that's the difference every club obviously has its own little niche and and things that work for them um one major thing that's that's a big problem with us right now specifically this year uh is just the canopy cover and i don't know what what's going on with the type of snow we have or the ice or just the winter but 
um, those big, tall tractors just won't work for us because of the height. Really, the height's going to be a problem and whacking windshields and lights off and all that type of stuff. So it's something we have to consider uh, with the tractor size. Yeah, yeah, I can believe it, right? Yeah, yeah. Wicked logo. Like Thank it. you. Appreciate cool. it. Christy Carson says, nice logo. Ours is a swamp rat. I didn't choose it. Laugh out loud emoji. <laughs> their, logos, their logo is a swamp rat, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, so... Speaking of cool logos, uh, I heard you get a giveaway for our fans. I sure do, and I'm not exactly sure how you manage this, but why don't we uh, why don't we kick off with a, a STH coffee mug? We'll uh, with the, with the cool logo on it. We'll, uh, yep. we'll get it we'll get it shipped out. It's kind of got some some black uh, snowflake type pattern. It's, nice. it's awesome. You know, cool. keep your keep your warm or cold drink going. So uh, we'll okay, so one. so it looks like we got 86 people in the chat. And I mean, some people have repeated. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw in a number of 120 and I'm going to do a randomizer on it. And then Rich, could you count down on whatever the number is from the top of the chat? And then we'll, uh, that'll be the winner. Is that, does yeah, that sound, sound fair? Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. So let's just, just got to find the, uh, the app here. <clears throat> so what did I say I was going to do? 120? 120. 120, and then uh, I won't even share the screen. I'll just do this. So, yeah, so yeah, just do it. In the hey, we don't need it because uh, that's just 119 is the number. All right, I'll just roll. I'm just gonna roll up from the bottom. Roll here, up man. From the, yeah, roll up from the bottom or the top. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me. But yeah, if you don't mind doing that, Rich, that's awesome. But, uh, <laughs> who is Tug Hill Freddy the Yeti? Bruce Stewart. Who is Tug Hill Freddy the Yeti? That is a. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I wish I knew the answer. Tughill Freddy Yeti uh, is a Yeti creature that has a social media who, who kind of just uh, trolls around the hill, commenting on different, different clubs, and definitely is a fan or a pest of ours. So uh, I don't know who it is. It's got to be somebody connected. That's uh, pretty cool. But, but I have no idea who it is. So if anybody has any insight, drop me a line, message us on Facebook, send us an email, let us know what's going on there. But uh, yeah, Tuckle Freddy Yeti is an interesting character. We actually spoke about the other Yeti that Robert O'Donnell, yes, who does, who does some good charity work and drives Love around him. in the Yeti costume and stuff like that. So he uh, he frequents our area often, and uh, you know we see him at the Big East Power Sports Show and all, a couple other shows. And you know we have the STH Family Day coming up in uh, February 26th at Barrow's Performance, so I'm sure he'll be there. Uh, he always he's always popping around the big events, you know. That's awesome. So listen, uh, Bruce Stewart, congratulations. You got a new mug. Yeah, man. Nice. Awesome, Bruce. Uh, <laughs> couldn't ask for a better guy to win it too, you know. He's a and he can just pick it up at your he can just pick it up at the clubhouse for crying out loud. Perfect. You know what I mean? He's a huge thing. That's a perfect one. So was he close by there? Perfect. That I think out. so. He's, he's a Tug Hill fan. Um, Fiona Rodriguez thinks Chris Rank is the Tug Hill Freddy the Yeti. Yeah, I wish I had time. I wish I had time to be Tug Hill Freddy the Yeti. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> hey, Mike Gooley's is now. He's just hey guys. Yeah. Our Tug Hill Zoo is in force. What does that mean? So Tug Hill Zoo. So this was a uh, this is an effort to kind of just provide rider enjoyability throughout our system. 
trying to become, you know, a, a family friendly, you know, destination uh, where families are going to come and even adults or whatnot. So uh, a couple of years back, we, we set off on an effort to introduce some different animals that would kind of roam our trails throughout the uh, throughout the season. So I think we have Marky the Moose, Benny the Bear and Roger the Goat. Um, and these, these creatures kind of go from intersection to inter intersection throughout the night. Uh, groomers pick them up, move them around. And, uh, it's fun for people to kind of stop, take a picture with them, uh, tag us on social media. We like, we like the hashtag ride STH or, uh, Southern Tokyo snow riders on Facebook and Instagram. So we like to see what people are doing and it's just kind of fun thing. You come around a corner, stop at an intersection. You see, you know, you see this, uh, animal sitting there in the woods. So it's a pretty neat thing. Uh, that we kind of started and we're going to continue. Uh, we like to add one animal per year. So it's pretty neat. Nice. Cool. Now, now cool. Mark Bull has a good question. He says, from what I've seen online, Tug Hill looks to be extremely busy. Is that the case most of the time? Uh, Tug Hill, it can be absolutely extremely busy. Uh, I would say weekends, you know, Saturdays are obviously the busiest. And uh, at the height of uh, a weekend, you can definitely put 15 to 20,000 sleds across the, the kind of epicenter of the hill. Uh, when I say the epicenter, you're talking about town names of High Market, Turin, uh, Lowville, like that kind of general area, which is uh, the top of the hill, that 2,000 foot elevation. Uh, and it also is a network of seasonal roads. So it's the best trail conditions possible, you know, uh, wide open 20, 25 foot wide trails with uh, infrastructure built into them that lets us hold snow better. So drainage and stone roads and things like that. Uh, long straight stretches that don't get chewed up from the turns and the guys in and out of the corners and stuff like that. Uh, much easier to groom, much easier to maintain. So um, it, it can be a busy place, uh, but like anything else, if you, if you plan it right and kind of, uh, get through and out of the area, uh, there's parts of Tug Hill that are, are much desolate and not, not as visited or frequented. Um, you know, typically if you get away from the bars and the restaurants and the hotels, um, you're going to have a little bit better trail conditions and a little bit more enjoyable ride. And obviously like always probably same thing up there. Well, you guys just seem like a little less traffic, a little less densely populated but uh if you if you can ride in the morning uh typical grooming operations occur from three four or five p.m they start and then the grooming runs typically run you know overnight into the one two o'clock hour things set up and uh so your 6 a.m 7 a.m runs are definitely going to be the best yeah slow Fair b enough. says that as soon as the other trails open up in the area it uh it slows up. down yeah. It, without a doubt. Like, like we mentioned before, uh, it's a blessing and a curse to get four feet, three, four feet of snow at once. Uh, but obviously that brings everybody to the area. So that's what we just saw this last weekend. We were kind of the only rideable area, uh, definitely in New York and, and really even the Northeast. Uh, so, if, you know, people from all over are, are flocking to the area and they're trying to ride on the same three, 400 trails. So that's why it seems so crowded. Yeah, right on. This looks like my driveway after I plowed it today. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Lucky, yeah. lucky you. Yeah, we got lots crazy. of snow. Yeah, it was good, man. Look at that groom, man. How wide is that? That's two sleds sitting there. So. Fresh ribbon. Yeah. yeah. Where is that? That's yours. You said did, <laughs> did I send you that? I assume it's Tug Hill, but it might not be. No, no it's definitely us then. That's us. I don't it's know where, where it is, but if I sent that to you this morning, it's definitely us. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. There's some trail work, you know, so that's, uh, that, that's our volunteers hard at work. Uh, I can't, it's unbelievable. And I guess this question I have for you guys too, but, um, what a lot of people don't know is there's zero compensation for this. So across New York state, 10,000 miles worth of trail, 230 clubs, plus or minus, uh, there's only one 
area in the state called Old Forge uh, has yeah. a couple hundred miles of trail um, that, that those are paid professional groomer operators. You know, they're town highway DPW workers that, that get put in groomers and they manage the trails. Everything oh, wow. else, yeah, everything else across the street across the state is a hundred percent volunteer. So um, just the amount of labor that goes into staking and signing the trails. And then once the snow is finally here for our eight to 10 week season, the grooming operations, you know, we try to hit the snow six nights a week. We have four groomers running right now. We actually just purchased a fifth out of Maine. That'll be here on Friday, which we're excited about. Very so, good. Uh, That's nice. Yes. It's a, it's a used 2004 New Holland sure track machine. So looking forward to getting that in service. And, uh, you know, these guys are hitting the trails for eight to 10 hours a night, five to six nights a week. And I, and I have these guys running and, uh, for, for, for zero compensation and they get a free cheeseburger from, from the local pub or tavern that they're spinning around the run through. Um, so really hats off to the volunteers that go out into the elements, get it, go out all night long to, to make the trails enjoyable because without them, we know our rides are going to be crap, you know? Yeah, and that's like it is in southern Ontario as well, and most of northern Ontario too. Um, and this scene is very familiar because um, that's like my club, New Dundee Snowmobile Club. We were out in the snow with corn up like that. A couple yep. was it last year? It was last year, and trying to pound stakes and that stuff is really fun. That's great. It's excellent. Yeah, and again, <laughs> everybody, everybody should do it. <laughs> I think we got timbits. I I believe so. We were paid well for the for the day. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a, you do it cause you love it and it's a good camaraderie. That's for sure. It is. One thing that really blows me away is, um, if, if I probably have about 30 active groomer operators that make our, our rotation go, um, and I'd say 10%, maybe, maybe 20% of those gentlemen actually ride <laughs> the other guys wow. just do, do it cause they love the area. They do it because, uh, they're passionate about the club. They do it because they're really nice guys. It, like it's really, it's really an unbelievable thing. And I know a handful of them are listening tonight. So, you know, hats off to you guys, hats off to the Southern tug groomer operators, but really hats off to any volunteer or groomer operator that makes this thing go around the United States or Canada, because without yeah, you, sure. it isn't possible. This is a trail. This is actually my sled. And I got to say, I know that's a really cool looking uh, thing off the handlebars, but with a 20 month old daughter that I'm trying to introduce into snowmobiling, the Toasty Tots <laughs> handlebars are unbelievable. <laughs> they, right are they heated when you say Toasty Tots? They are. Yeah, they're heated. Oh. They uh, they have a, it's a $20 accessory you can buy. You can plug into the factory BRP harness. And uh, I tell you what, she loved it. It was a tough weather week. We were just up there for nine days. It was cold and brutal. It was snowing and blowing or it was very, very cold. And, uh, she was enjoying the heck out of it. Right on. Um, very so cool. It's, that is awesome. It's a pretty cool thing. It's very, yep. very cool. But yeah, that's. Uh, I want to know what. The, ride. What's that thing there? That why? Yeah, why is it still on? Is what yeah. I want to know. <laughs> First thing we do is peel them off. Get the heat because, out. Look at look I, how much could, better it looks with it off. All right. Like like I told you, I have two kids under two, so uh, my time is limited and it's not a priority. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. And I see you got join STH or do you guys look for donations or do you look for members or what are you looking for there? Yeah. Membership is crucial to any club in New York state and any club you ride. It's crucial to success. Um, most clubs in New York state, I can speak to my club. Um, only about 50% of our operational expenses are covered by the state. Um, so, you know, we run on about an 80, we, we spend about $70,000 a year 
70, $80,000 a year. And we get about 40 to 45,000 from the state. The rest of that money that makes up the difference relies on memberships and relies on our fundraising efforts. Um, so memberships are key in New York specific. Uh, any membership puts $24 into the club's pocket. Um, so that's so key. So, you know, uh, in New York, when you're, when you're registering your sled, uh, it's cheaper to register in New York when you join a snowmobile club, uh, that's a little bit of an incentive, but it really is important to join, uh, join a club, join multiple clubs. So, you know, on a day, if you go and ride and you have, you know, three, four clubs that you're going through and you have an unbelievable day on your ride home, hop on your smartphone and join a club because that $24 makes all the difference in the world. And I always like to use the analogy of, um, you know, taking your girlfriend, boyfriend, wife, uh, kids out to the movies, you're going to spend fifty, hundred dollars nowadays between the, the movie tickets and popcorn and soda and that type of stuff. Yeah. So uh, when you have a really good day in the snow, that usually goes from eight to four, eight to five, or sometimes a weekend long, if you're lucky, um, you know, that $24 is a drop in the bucket for what you got going on. And it keeps these clubs going. It's so, so, so important. If you take your girlfriend and not your wife, though, that could get expensive in lawyer fees. No <laughs> doubt. <laughs> so Sloby says Southern Tug is killing it on the hills. Great job, guys. And Brad Hitchcock knows that place he's looking yeah. at right now. So that right there is the top of our McGidrick truck trail. So that's the top of our trail system. The most north we go hooks up to uh, the Turn Ridge Riders, which is another unbelievable club. Those guys do an amazing job. And that's looking at North Road. So that's... Uh, some of our highest elevation and definitely that's our best trail far and away. Uh, the best riding it's if things are good in New York state, things are good in that spot. Yeah. Brian Bettle yeah. says 1300 plus members for STH. So that's pretty good, man. So here's the deal. Uh, if, if you're coming from Ontario, I mean, and we've got a lot of U uh, S people watching right now and, and in the chats actually, uh, but what about guys like Rich and Mark and Corey and me and anyone else that wants to come ride Southern Tug Hill? What do we need? Like, like, what do we need as far as passes, permits, insurance? Uh, um, how do we get down there? So uh, you have to be New York State registered. So you're going to go through a New York State DMV channel. Um, there's also local New York State Department of Motor Vehicle offices in Laval, New York, and uh, Rome, New York, and Utica, New York, that are specific and kind of close to the hill that you could possibly hit on your way into town. Um, the registration fee today is $45 if you're a club member, $100 American if you're not a club member. Uh, the club membership fees are $30 for your first membership. No additional passes, no additional fees, no additional anything to ride all the way across the state. So 10,000 miles of trail, except for Old Forge. Old Forge is a different animal. You need a, a separate pass. Um, so you have to be New York State registered. That's it. Uh, in order to save money on your registration, join a snowmobile club. And obviously, you want to join the Southern Tug Hill Snow Riders. So uh, ridetughughill.com. Hit the Join Now button. We got you squared away. And then... Right and then you got to have a minimum uh, sled liability insurance. So, okay, perfect. Uh, um, and I know from uh, if you're coming out of Quebec, I think there's some you guys know obviously better than me. Um, fortunately, I've never ridden up there, but I think that your trail pass covers some portion of insurance, or sometimes has the insurance. Yeah, with it, it comes with a that, two million dollar liability that, insurance. Yep. Yeah, that won't cross the border with you. So if you, that's the only insurance you have, you have to get your own. Um, and you just need a limited liability. So it's a 25 individual, 50 combined. Uh, that's the lowest level um, to, to be able to ride. So you have to provide proof of insurance and you have to be New York State registered and you can enjoy the entire state except for Old Forge. 
So the hundred dollars includes the the trail permit and the registration. We don't have a permit system. It's just registration. Oh, it's just registration. Okay, oh, perfect. Just registration. And it's not even a hundred. It, it's actually forty five plus thirty, so it's seventy five. Yeah. Uh, okay. Joe, right Joe now, Rock was, says the DMV in Rome is a lifesaver. There yep, you go. DMV. So if you, you're coming from, if you're coming from, you'd the actually south, fly to Rome. Get you'd fly to Rome <laughs> during COVID. You'd buy your DMV permit and you'd fly back to Tug Hill. Do you need your sled too? Like that's expensive. Jeez. Uh, uh, he's, re he's, he, he's referencing Rome, New York, which is just west of Utica, uh, in Utica awesome. Rochester. And then if you're coming down from the north, which you guys would be coming, uh, you're going to hit Lowville, Lowville D, uh, DMV. Super helpful. Obviously, they're very, very snowmobile savvy and they make this thing easy for everybody. So nice. And obviously, any questions at all, you could always message us on Facebook, uh, Southern Tokyo Snowriders. Shoot us an email at sthsnowriders. It's snoriders.com, and we'll get you guys uh, squared away. My membership chairperson, which happens to be my father, is always tirelessly working on memberships and, and getting people squared away. So it works. Very yep. on. Brad says you can do the New York snowmobile registration online, which is awesome. Go. So perfect. That's cool. Um, nice to know because I'd like I'd like to get down there if I can. Look at that yeah. picture. Yeah, that, that was actually that was actually on uh, this just this past Saturday. That's uh that's a trail on our West Leiden. It has a uh, a Christmas tree farm off off to the right that's hand cool. side there, and that's, that's a wild. that's a beautiful shot. It's a nice nice wow. spot. Wow, looks good. Yeah, there's and the operator there taking the selfie or whatever he's doing. His name's Brian. <laughs> his, his name his name's Brian Yeager. So is uh he's a young guy. Uh, grooming spends a ton of hours, you know, him and his buddies are, are really stepping up and, uh, you know, all those guys are doing a wonderful job and really making the STH trails. Wonderful. That's beautiful, awesome. beautiful groomers, like big oh, yeah. tractors, cat tracks. Awesome. Yeah. Those are Susie tracks. So that's a Canadian company. Uh, that's a 2014 case 145, uh, with a Susie track set up there. So we, we love those. Those are, are very user friendly. They've been very good to us, so we're we're very happy with that. We run two tractors that style, and now we'll have three of the kind of bulldozer sure track style. Um, yeah, that's you know that's kind of the way we way, way we like to run our system. Right on. Nice shot. Nice the, shot the, these are the days, eh? Yeah. That's, yeah. Dude, awesome. that's that's actually my uh, my front yard up there, and that's Brian Bedell who commented. That's his front yard. It's literally standing in his driveway, uh, but that's. You know, and, and a part of that too is the landowners. Uh, what a lot of people don't realize is to ride in Tug Hill uh, on a weekend. If you ride a couple hundred miles, you're probably passing a thousand people's property. So there's a thousand landowners out there that are yeah. giving permission to snowmobile clubs to ride, stake, and, and let strangers use their property uh, for our recreation at zero yeah. compensation. One one of the things that we're working on as a as a snowmobile club president group um, is for some type of legislation to hit New York to say that there's a credit for landowners, uh, mm -hmm. whether it's a five hundred dollar tax credit or a seven hundred and fifty dollar tax credit, just something um, to to incentivize landowners to allow us to continue to use their property because. Um, they, they frankly don't get anything, you know, they, they get, yeah. especially the, the landowners that have tons of property in big meadows and places where we place intersections and stuff. Cause when you have an intersection and a trail kiosk sign, what do you, what do you unfortunately accumulate some garbage, some beer cans, some Gatorade bottles, some, some, this, some that. So it's uh thank God for the volunteers and thank God for the landowners. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. I, I see in the chat, another question I had, and thank you guys for bringing that up. 
uh, the speed limits on those trails. Uh, can, you yeah, can you talk yeah. about that, Chris? Yeah, the New York State speed limit is 55 miles per hour unless otherwise posted. Uh, typically, if they're otherwise posted, they're going to be lower. 100 kilometers uh, an hour. It's nice. About 20. That's um, that's a money shot. 55 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sweet. Yeah. So are you guys higher or lower? Way uh, lower. We're, we're 50 <laughs> kilometers an hour, yeah. so 30 miles an hour. We're half we're half your speed, which really? is a joke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Is, that is a joke. I mean, 55 is tough, too. Uh, on a stretch like this would be tough, yeah. but um, uh, it's 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 one of those things. It's definitely needed. We know we all know speed kills, right? <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, we had two this weekend. Uh, it happens, you know. Unfortunately, no, no, I, I think I had, yeah, we had a few too over the weekend as well. Um, uh -huh. you know, like I, I did ask that to Pasty Boy or someone I was talking to about the the Tugill area because it looks fast when people come the other way. They're like, it's like nascar you know and like i was wondering about what the fatality rate is but they said there it isn't really that bad like it's very rare um so it's uh yes statewide yeah. statewide in new york um i think unfortunately there's about a dozen a year is the average um mm -hmm. and obviously the highest percentage wise is in lewis and herkimer counties and that's where old forge lives in herkimer and tug hill lives in a majority of lewis so yeah. uh, this past weekend, unfortunately, there was one in, one in Old Forge on Friday night and then one last night in Lewis County. Um, That's too bad. So, yeah, so, so cheer, cheers to the Lost Riders. You know, yep. it's, obviously it's terrible. They're both young. Oh, yeah. Um, but not to, not to bring it down, but it's definitely something to be conscious of, right? Yep, for sure. Yep. yep. Look at that. That, yeah, that is what dreams are made of there. Look at that. Yeah, that, rip. that is a nice, nice pass. Yeah, that so that's awesome. That's our boy Kyle Kaur again, another young volunteer, uh, and that was last night. So what's funny is uh, we weren't going to groom last night because it's been so cold. It was so cold and so rock hard. The guys had a hard time, um, but I got a call that there was some two to three footers behind this one section and this and that, and it actually warmed up. So we decided to send Kyle out to try to flatten what he could before we got all this new snow because snow develops memory and there's a whole science of snow grooming, which I'm sure you guys know, and probably a lot of yeah. people know. Um, yeah. So we said, you know, let's, let's try to go hit it while it's warming up a little bit. Um, so he went out and, and did an unbelievable job and he sent me a couple of these shots and uh, right on. it was great. So you can see that <laughs> that was going to set up and now there's a foot of fresh snow on top of that. So it's going to do wonders for us uh, this coming week. Nice. Yep. All right. Look at this. Eight ah, 20 ah. Bucks. Oh, nice. <laughs> Dave Miller, 1999. Put this towards your New York registration, registration. Gary. Keep the great <laughs> content coming. Thank you so much, Dave. That's awesome. Yeah, that's uh, th that's cool. Really appreciate that. Um, I had a I had a thought in my mind before that I I had that and I can't remember. Oh, uh, this, there's a a little bit of conversation in the chats right now about uh, about lots of bars in Tug Hill. What is uh, what are some of the hot spots in your area as far sure. as eating and and dining and you know even if you're if it's guys going out, where's the best br brews or you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, no, for sure. So specific to my, my area, we have uh, three to four unbelievable, awesome spots. You got you to gotta hit them if you get to us. So the Milk Plant Tavern is the southernmost part of our town. It's right on the Lewis County, Oneida border, Milk Plant Tavern. Uh, used to be a milk house back in the day, and it's just a place that has unbelievable food, 
really, really well priced. Hasn't had a paint job in 47 years. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it's awesome. So sleds, it's always, always packed. Just it's a, it's a really good environment. Um, so yeah. definitely be on lookout for that. Uh, Tug Hill Hideaway, which is in our uh, kind of head, it's right actually right, right next to our groomer barn. Um, beautiful new owners are doing an unbelievable job. Great food, Thursday night prime rib dinners. Uh, people rant and rant and rave about the uh, the food there. They do have fuel pumps right outside, which is nice. Plenty of trailer parking. Um, and like I said, brand new owners are doing an un- un- unbelievable job there. And then right on the line of uh, the, ter- the Southern Tug Hill Snow Riders Trails and the Turn Ridge Riders Trails is High Market Inn. Uh, High Market Inn is a nice spot. Uh, you can get your sled worked on if you need to. You can get some fuel, and you can also grab a bite and a drink. Um, so those are the three specific to Southern Tug. Some other hotspot names around the area are you know, Whiskey Jacks, a uh, nice spot to stop, grab a bite, grab a drink. Uh, Timberview Lodge is really sharp. Um, let's see, moving over, we have the hideaway. Uh, we have, the high, the, we the flat rock in. We have guys commenting booze head hideaway. Uh, milk milk plant. plant, yeah, boom so dog. Mentioned that in his last video, milk plant. We're right near milk plant. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Boon, yeah. boon, boondocks is big. Flat Rock Inn, Montague Inn, Tug Hill, Hook and Ladders, a sharp spot. So you've got tons of places. That's yeah. awesome, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, cool. and 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 for you folks coming down from uh, the, the north, right off eighty one, look look out for this place. It's called Tailwater Lodge. It's on the west side of Tug Hill. Tailwater Lodge, unbelievable. Unbelievable hotel, really, really too nice for snowmobilers. Uh, it's almost a place you could bring your wife or your girlfriend or both if you get two rooms. Uh, they have <laughs> they have a brewery, brewery and winery on site. Really sharp restaurant. Uh, trails run right through it. Uh, really, really nice accommodation. It actually used to be an old elementary school. Uh, folks out of Syracuse bought it and have really turned it up. Uh, so it's a really sharp, sharp sled stop or or destination for you for sure. Tuggers is another one up in Barnes Corners. I mentioned hook and ladder. I'm I'm looking yeah. at. Um, <laughs> you could go on all day. It sounds like oh, that's cool. Yeah, milk plant. Yeah, Somebody else good. said something yeah. too. I, I what is the uh, now? Now I know there's drinking and driving laws, but what is what is it like there as far as uh, um, you know? Is is it something where? it's okay to have a beer and ride or is it, is it still frowned upon? Is there limits of alcohol and the blood content? Are they out on the trail doing ride stops? Uh, that kind of thing. Yeah. There, I mean, it's, it's, you know, DUI rules in New York. So it's 0.08. It's the same as driving a vehicle uh, is going to be on a sled. So uh, you have to be responsible. Uh, you know, I'm all about having a, having a great time. And I love my beverages myself, but you got to be responsible. And that's my, my, my snowmobile president hat. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. As, as, yeah. as far as as far as the enforcement and stuff like that, they are there. Um, I, I personally wish there was a little bit more uh, mm-hmm. out there because it's it's one of those things that um, it, it's important to, to keep people you know in check. And when people know enforcement's out there, they'll they'll be maybe a little bit smarter. But uh, I'm sure as any any snowmobile destination, it, it has its couple people that take advantage of it. Um, but yeah. Uh, Neil Owen says, what do you mean it's too nice for snowmobilers? <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, Neil, go, go check it out yourself and give me a buzz. <laughs> oh, he likes the nice spots. So we got the dog here helping out, doing all yeah. the work. So, right? yeah, awesome. That dog's doing all the work. And like you said, so, I mean, j- this is just a testament to the volunteers, right? So that excavator there is a personal vehicle volunteer, uh, his own his own equipment, using his own fuel, his own time to bring that 
uh, you know, one, one of the volunteers was able to acquire these telephone poles from who knows where I forget where, uh, but was able to kind of get them there. And then we use somebody else's, you know, equipment to drag these things into this swamp. And, and this is honestly a, a little stream that was, uh, dammed up by the beavers. The damn beavers got us. They're always getting us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the uh, shout out to John Carson from City Sign in Pennsylvania. I mentioned him, but that's the guy uh, standing on the right hand there with the with the tan vest on. He he just donates so much time and so much you know money and effort into the club, and he makes all of our wonderful trail you know kiosks and things like that. A, a really really neat project we just embarked on and we're trying to get accomplished right now is every single road crossing on our trail system. So we have 68 road crossings. Um, we're going to try to put the road names up with a nice permanent sign with our logo. So, you know, you're in our trails, you know, the name of the road, God forbid you're broke down, God forbid there's an accident. You can call 911 and you know exactly where you are. Um, so hats off to him for, for printing and making the beautiful signs. And then our volunteers are going to get them up in the next couple of weeks. Everyone knows Gary loves the bridges of Lake Mary. <laughs> <laughs> He's close. I love bridges and I love Lake Mary. So you've got the, the ever-changing vistas of Mary Lake. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's wicked. That was a big uh, bridge they were making there, eh? That's pretty cool. Do you, have to get yes. them do you have to get them engineered? Of course we do. Yeah, see, yeah. we do too. <laughs> no, oh, we, we actually do. You you do? Yeah. 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 They got to go through MTO and bunch of other every, flaming hoops <laughs> every every single bridge majority of them oh, really yeah. we yeah. we actually we have one in our system in our constableville area that's a uh it's an old suspension bridge it's actually a steel bridge and whatnot um so the town is involved in that bridge only because it was kind of theirs before it was ours yeah. um and and we use it now only for a snowball trail it was a road bridge at one time so uh they've actually called me before and told me that we can't bring the groomers on it because it's not you know, rated and engineered anymore for the groomers. So, so obviously we go around it now every single night. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting, sometime is now wants to know if the bridges have ever changing vistas. <laughs> I love you guys, man. You guys see, are awesome. I see somebody references the Florence hotel. Awesome. Stop. Brad Hitchcock mentions the Florence hotel that's out and TC riders trails. They're just to our West. Unbelievable trail system. Those guys do a great job. They were actually, I think, Snowmobile Club of the World a couple of years ago. Holy. No way. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, I want to be like them. Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> uh, who, who, do, who do they know that, that gets that rating? Uh, Brad, someone wanted to know, oh, Matthew Nicholson. How you doing, Matthew? He wants to know how my ride, my first ride was on the new sled. Well, Corey Brock's in the house. I go, uh, uh, we had the communicators on all day, and I said, don't know whether I told you guys this before, but I love this new sled. I said it about every four and a half minutes. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's a brand new skidoo. You can't go wrong. It's my first new sled ever. And I just, I just love it. Very yeah. It just doesn't get any better than that. That's a, I don't, I don't know when that picture was taken, but obviously a crisp morning or afternoon. Nice. And, uh, just, just awesome. Just awesome some, trail conditions. Some pilots have been down there before. So, yeah, absolutely. There's another one too. Yeah, that's an oldie. That's uh probably touching back to 2013 or so. That's my my sled on the right, my father's sled on the left. So that was a 
it was a father son ride early in December. And the, we just talked about TC riders. That's where those, that that's where that picture's taken out in TC riders heading towards down Camden, New York, right around the corner from Florence hotel. We were probably heading there for lunch. <laughs> right on. That's right awesome. on. Yeah. And you got to love those rides with your father, your friends, your good buddies. Oh, yeah, it's always right? good to get out with family. Yeah. yeah well, I, I picked the picture for the thumbnail today and Chris said, that's my father. And I went, that's perfect. That's a great yeah. shot. Then yeah. love it. Perfect. Yeah, yeah that, that's a cool one. That's just, uh, and this is going to be a big thing. So, so for those people in New York right now, uh, the next couple of days is going to be treacherous. So we had, you know, we had heavy icing on the, on the trees all week. And then we've just received about a foot of heavy, wet storm snow. Uh, and we were getting reports all afternoon of trees just coming down, blocking trails and stuff. So, uh, our groomers are out. They're going to do the best they can, but this is, this is exactly what that is. It looks like a heavy, wet snow had just fallen. You can see it stuck to the blade and you can kind of see the trees across and it just, it takes a toll on the volunteer operators. And it's so important to have kind of these, these support vehicles. And this is, uh, Brian Bedell's sled and own homemade trailer that he uses for signage and saws and whatever else needs to be done out in the trail. So hats off to him and all the work that he does. Yeah. It looks amazing. Yeah. It's pretty cool. You guys, you guys get really nice snow away eh, and the trees and stuff. Eh? You get, well, like you said, you get lake effect, right? So yeah. Yeah. The lake effect wild. is the lake effect is typically a dry snow. So, <laughs> yes, it, so is, it, yeah. It, it, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't last super long. There's my beautiful wife. Oh, uh, thank there. That's fine. Thank, thank God for her and letting me uh, do all this crazy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, are we I going back or forward here? Whoa, 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 whoa. You're you going go. way, You're way going back, yeah. way back. You can say, you can say the wife's speech again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we had that one. This was the next one here. Yeah. And yep. We have the same issues with people going off trail. Yeah, yeah. It's it's forever. Uh, it's forever an issue, and I hope it stops one day. Uh, but. Uh, you know, this, this specific landowner is sensitive because of, uh, what he has out in his meadow and uh, yep. alfalfa, I think here. And so, we, you know, the volunteer clubs members across the state and across the world, anybody have, they have to go on extra precautions and hang the ribbon. And obviously that's extra money and extra time for the clubs to buy this stuff and put up extra stakes. And, um, it's time consuming, but obviously it's warranted. Yeah. yeah, you need it, man. And we we've yeah, done extra, more and more trails. We've done yep. extra signage this year, and you know what? So when you buy a, an Ontario pass this year, you had to watch a video, and it was really well done. It was a professional production house, Snowmobile or Television produced it, and you know what? It was really well done, and it just basically said, "We're not going to have trails if you guys keep doing this, right? Keep riding off trail and stay on trails." Hashtag stay on the trails is the hashtag. Yeah, and. You know, we go up north and same BS. Stay on, mm -hmm. stay on the trail sign like this, and it would be ten sleds on the right of that those red flags ripping through there. You know, and it's yeah. like, do you guys not watch the video? Do you not get it at all? Like, I don't know. You just want to, you'd want to put landmines in there, and that would that would they people might catch on fast. You know. <laughs> it would be nice. Eh? It would be a smart idea. Yeah. yeah. But it doesn't it's matter. Cool, it, and, you know, and the same is coming down. Like, Gravenhurst uh, Snowcrest Riders was not open. And there was eight sleds sitting there having a break on the trail. And it's like, really? Yeah. 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 Let, let, let the clubs do it. Well, actually, uh, one of the Norton clubs I talked to today, I, I won't say the name, so I'm not sure if I'm allowed to or not. But they said that... Uh, they would have probably been able to open today, 
except people were on the trails last the end of last week and destroyed the base. So Stupid, eh? good luck guys. Like yep. you just, yep. you know, use your head. Yeah, anyway, that's absolutely. enough of my rant today. I'm just so <laughs> mad about it. It's not funny. This is cool. Yeah. This is uh, Ben the w- w- this ben, Benny the Bear. Benny the Bear. There he is, hanging out. <laughs> yeah, I like it. This is kind of uh, here. I got to put the pointer on there, but you've got actually a decal in the very phallic spot there. You know, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll, have, we'll have to talk to the sign designer about that. But, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if that. I don't know if that was on purpose or not. Maybe you did that on purpose. I don't know. So (laughs) join where you ride, Tug Hill. That's a cool promotion. People stop, I guess, and get selfies with it, right? That's good. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable how many people stop and like to see them and take pictures and stuff. It really is cool. That's neat. And you have a few of them. We're going to see more of them, I believe, coming up. So So you make your own steaks? We do. We do. We, We buy... We buy the two by two, uh, six wow. quarters, but by from the local local mill, local local people. We, you know, they rip them for us, and then we cut we cut points into them a lot. Sometimes they'll do it for us, and then uh, paint them orange. And what we're finding is painting them orange from bottom top to bottom works better. It helps protect them a little bit, makes them last a little bit longer. Yeah. And then we we try to add reflectors to uh, either side of it. We try to have a, a a white reflector on the left, red reflector on the right um nice that's our goal we're not 100 percent at it uh but that's our goal and it's amazing how many stakes that we go through i feel like we're we're buying about 200 stakes a year new uh you know we lose some to rot we lose a lot to people hitting them or drags hitting them or whatever um so it's it's a shame but that's uh it's yeah. in our garage that's my father and and a good friend of ours and you know working for hours and hours and hours just to cut these things and get them down do you do it all summer or is this something that when does your season for trail prep start it never ends. It, it never yeah. ends. I, I can, I, I can, think so. I, I can tell you personally, I try to make sure that everybody shuts down from the end of the season to July 4th. Cause you got to, I mean, from, from, you got to take April, May, you know, in June and really shut down and try to just tuck it away. And then after July 4th starts, uh, the trail prep, the trail maintenance, the, some of the projects as far as the lumber and the bridges, um, mm-hmm. the trail, the trail maintenance night start. We uh, we got a nice crew of guys that go back to our groomer barn every Wednesday night and work for two, three hours. And, and that's what makes the difference is <laughs> they go back there and they're working on lighting. They're working on drags. They're working on changing fluids, changing tracks, greasing this, greasing that. Um, you know, and that and that's the stuff that people don't see. I mean, imagine every Wednesday night from July until Thanksgiving, and guess what happens when Thanksgiving hits? You're still not ready to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's never ending. Yeah. Bauer Farm says twenty four seven. It is. That's the truth. Yeah, that's the truth. But that's what it's all about. It takes all of that work to make that shot happen right there. You know, yeah. for somebody for somebody riding home, had a good 150, 200 mile day and to, to have a nice flat trail coming home with a sunset. That's really what it's all about. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I, think, I think it's cool to ride the trails you worked on, too. It's uh, it's it's a good feeling, you know. It absolutely is. My son and I are in charge of one whole entire section of trail. And and so every stake we put in, every sign we put in. So uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 That, uh, that limb masher right there. That's, that's going to be a safe. Limb masher. Sure. <laughs> we, we only, <laughs> we only have one drag with it, but, uh, and I honestly, up until this year, I wasn't a huge fan of them just because so much stuff gets caught in them. But, yeah. uh, it, it for, for this year, we're, we're, we're struggling with some canopy issues and it's really making a difference. The, the one gentleman who runs that, 
Uh, his name's Roger Smith. He was actually the New York State Groomer Operator of the Year last year. So hats off to Roger Smith and all the work he does. Uh, he absolutely loves that thing. So right uh, yeah, it's pretty neat. It's actually on a hydraulic arm, so you can put it up and down with a hydraulic arm. As right that's neat. Okay, now tell your wife to tune in now. Okay, uh, <laughs> tell her. Tell her start there listening. Yeah, there, there she is. That's, uh, that's Kate. <laughs> awesome. Been married. Been married for. Uh, a handful of years and together so many more and and she's she's actually a boston girl so she had no idea what a snowmobile was when we met in college and, right on uh, that's great and she she supports this crazy crazy addiction that we all know that's um, awesome she's, she's enjoyed chasing snow around and now we have two beautiful young daughters uh one's like 20 months old and one's eight weeks old um wow. so they're gonna get they're gonna get into snowmobiling as well so i'm looking forward to raising some riders with her that's love awesome. that love it yeah Obviously, when you're when you're when you're training your kids, make sure you get some Uclear communicators. They're awesome to, to And obviously we were advertising a climb magazine there. So we both want to be climb ambassadors when we go. Yeah, that's so, right. For sure. You deserve it. Uh, there's uh there's the summer work date day or early fall work day. You can see uh I don't know if that's our vehicle. It's not. So that's that's our groomer that obviously we take out, which is an advantage of having the sushi tracks because they're actually ag tracks. Uh, that's why they're oh, made, yeah. and then oh, yeah. just pull, just pulling, uh, pulling, pulling a farm trailer and uh, some, uh, you know, personal vehicles and stuff like that. So, look at that diesel's know. diesel's two two dollars and sixty four cents a gallon. Yeah, am I crazy? Do the math on I that. Just, I just paid three eighty up at that gas station yeah, last weekend. Say. So yeah, I don't, I don't think that that picture wasn't that long ago though. It's only maybe like two falls ago. So. So we're getting silly, all the, silly though, man. That's crazy. We're yeah. getting gouged yeah. here too. Oh yeah. So here, here we, here we got to talk about the youth. Um, you know, it's so, so important to get youth involved and it's definitely one, uh, advantage that Southern tug has. And I think myself being young, I can relate to some, some younger folks and it helps, uh, but getting the youth involved is what's going to carry us through to the next generation. And, and we have to make the sport accommodating to them. Um, so we've done a pretty nice job. We try to have some youth, uh, incentive uh, events and whatnot. You know, we did something where we had a youth photo challenge and the winner got a, a tech vest uh, to support safe riding and stuff like that. So we're, we're trying to get creative and, and continue to get, you know, engaged families because when families can come in and help us on a trail day or, or do whatever, it's really going to help. So that's, that's important. That's Very neat. Well. What, what yeah. point is it that, uh, that it becomes child labor as opposed to being legal labor? As long as they're smiling, it's all right. <laughs> that's 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 the same little guy. There he is. That's great. Yeah. Yep. They don't they don't probably realize right now what they're doing and how much good they're doing. You know, one day it'll hit them that they'll have stories to tell and they built this system, right? Yeah, yep. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, that's an old picture a couple of years ago, but it looks very similar to a couple of days ago, you know. So our our guys yeah. do an unbelievable job and we're fortunate and blessed with good snow and nice trails and we can make them flat. They don't last, they don't last very long, but we, we can get them there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's nice. <laughs> There's another one. That's my father and I enjoying the fruits of our, our labor. Our, right on. So, yeah, man. Yeah, that's the way it goes. I love those trails, man. Nice and wide. And so this is an excellent forest. story. This is an excellent story here. So uh, we have a, 
a past member of our club. His name was Seth Wilbert, and he was an active, active member. Kind of just when I was coming in, he unfortunately passed to a tragic accident. Uh, and that's his family and his kids and his grandkids. Uh, so we started a scholarship uh, in his name, and it was for a decade long. It, it supported local high schools and kids that were interested in snowmobiling and involved and you know, sent them to college and, and, and paid for the books and tuition and things like that. Uh, but like anything else, you know, scholarships kind of come to an end. You kind of lose steam on doing the fundraising for that cause. So the family wanted to wrap it up. And there was some pile, uh, some money left. And this gentleman was also a West Leiden, which is kind of home of Southern Tug Hill fire department member. Um, so we thought oh, it'd be yeah. a great idea to purchase a, a vehicle that could be used by the snowmobile club and by the fire department uh, jointly with some of that money. Uh, so oh. we bought a side by, we bought a side by side on tracks and it sits in the firehouse on a trailer, ready to go at all time for trail rescue because this West Leiden fire department is one of three rescue organizations in Lewis, all of Tug Hill uh or lewis county to kind of rescue snowmobilers uh and then any time that we want it or need it for any type of trail work or or anything at all uh we just kind of communicate with the administration of the fire department and, and it's ours to use so it, it's a really really kind of uh coll wonderful collaboration and and joint effort and collaborative funding thing to uh it helps both entities out tremendously very good Yep. So hats off to the Wilbert family. Thank you guys so much for you know your generosity and obviously Seth's support over the years because he was a big, big, big supporter and and developer of the Southern Tokyo Snowriders. Nice to do something like that so the legend can live on too. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I see somebody just added a comment in. Don't forget, big shout out to Tim Barrows for Barrows Performance. Uh, Tim is a good, good, good friend of Southern Tug. Uh, he has a massive parking lot in the epicenter of snow right in that high market area so like i mentioned before if, if there's snow in new york state there's a good chance that there's snow in and around tim and his shop and it's called barris performance located on michigan mills road in constableville new york uh, it's a great spot to stop and drop for the day he's got fuel um he does have a little food shack there that he opens on the weekends and you know hot spot days so uh brad's brad's right, right on it he must be a new york guy yeah maybe <laughs> what are we looking at here uh a mess yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is uh I, I believe that this is a this is a trail reroute due to a trail closure because of a, an unhappy landowner uh which happens you know regularly usually at unopportune times uh but this is just our volunteers doing their thing and and rerouting things making sure people are aware and trying to keep it as safe as possible that's what that is sweet yeah we see that too all too often all too often it's a shame uh there's me and my pup you know in the summer doing doing something i think we we're actually drinking beer that night it definitely wasn't in work <laughs> def, definitely wasn't in work clothes so but that's yeah, our that's our, right. a, a good a, a good shot good shot of our tractor uh like i said we have two of those 145 horsepower uh we have one case and one new hollow machine and we just absolutely love them the guys love driving them now, do you have groomer sheds and things like that on the uh, on the trail like we do here, or are they like some some volunteers' farm that the, the equipment's stored at? No, we're fortunate. We do have a barn. Um, it was built before my time, so hats off to you know the administrations before me and how they how they built it and funded it is is unbelievable. Um, so we have a barn. It, it it affords us the opportunity to keep three with drags inside, so we can park three with drags inside during the winter. Um, we do keep one outside at a volunteer's uh, driveway. He's got parks in his driveway just because to spread them out. Um, this fifth one that we're adding is going to be uh, kept outside, plugged in. 
and then we might jump it out to uh, a strategic location as needed, depending on snow conditions and traffic and that type of stuff. So uh, it, our specific barn, it, it will be large enough to put five of the tractors inside. Great. Drags out. That's cool. We leave, over, over the summer, we leave the drags out all year round. Uh, we do have in our capital plan to uh, spend about $25,000 and put a kind of lean-to off the backside of our barn so that we can get the drags and all the stakes out of the weather because that's really, what beat, that's really what beats up the hydraulic hoses and the rubber tires and that type of stuff is really the sun uh, for all of the off-season months, you know? So yeah, specific, nice. This specific picture here, the STH zone, this was an idea we came up with last year during COVID. Uh, local economy, local government was looking for unique ideas to uh, create safe, smart kind of uh, spaces for people to enjoy the outside or just enjoy life in general. So we came up with this idea and we uh, procured four or five of these picnic tables and then through our sign guy in Pennsylvania made the tops and the sides and we gave one to every uh, bar and restaurant so they could put it outside of their space. People could use it to, to eat, to eat outside if the weather's okay, use it as a, a kind of a pit stop or whatnot. So, uh, and it, it, so what it did is it allowed some people to sit outside and enjoy and be okay with stopping. Um, and obviously added some advertisement for us. So it was kind of a win-win. That is a great That's idea. Awesome. Yeah, so so nice Sloby had a question here, Chris. He's like, how long does it take to groom your posted loops? So we have, uh, we, we, we have four specific groups. We run four groomer loop right now. And each loop is eight to 10 hours, depending on conditions. Okay. Um, so we we typically try to run, uh, six nights a week is what we need. Uh, we, we, we schedule Tuesday nights off for maintenance. And then Wednesday to Sunday, we have to run Wednesdays because I'll be making up for not grooming Tuesday. And Thursday, the weekend traffic really builds. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sundays are an absolute must. And then really Monday, you're piecing it back together. Tuesday, you break. And then Wednesday, you start again. So um, that's how it goes right now, uh, just so everyone knows kind of how these things work. I mean, we have two groomers down right now. So two of our four are down mechanically right now. One actually caught on fire. I had an electrical fire on Friday night, burn up a harness. Yeah. So we're, we're dead in the water there. And then guys were leaving after this new storm. We're doing their pre-checks. We're pulling out of the barn and we broke a pintle hook. It was after five o'clock. Unfortunately, we don't have one in the spare cash. So uh, we have two groomers out in the snow at the moment. And uh, the guys will fix, fix it up real quick tomorrow morning once we can get the parts in the shop. Um, and then they'll get them back out. So it's an ever, it, it's a never ending battle and, and shuffle of, uh, yeah. people, people and equipment. I feel like we, we, we do have a schedule. We do have a system in place, but we are always putting out fires and always juggling the system to make it work. Mm -hmm. But we get to it eventually. Yeah. Equipment <laughs> failures are, are, are the, probably the hardest thing for a, a, a club to deal with. Right. It's, it's yeah. hard. It, it's hard and, and we are very fortunate we have some some people that are dedicated and, and have the skills and the ability to fix this stuff uh yeah. without that without that we would be spending a tremendous amount of money if for, for every breakdown we had to go to a, a shop a tractor shop or something like that we we deplete our funds very very quickly yeah i can imagine yep now your groomer operators are they paid or are they all volunteer Oh, 100% volunteer. We spoke about yep. that before. These guys okay. go out there out of the kindness of their heart. And uh, yep. if they're lucky, if they're lucky, they get a free cheeseburger dinner at one of the restaurants. Yep. Uh, the, the local establishments are good and they do recognize what these guys are doing and the amount of time that they're spending in the seat and really what yep. they're doing for their establishment. So they're, they don't blink an eye about buying them a dinner. Um, so I know Tony Katz on there. He's the, he's the yeah. one that set up. Yeah, so he's, 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 he's the one that set us up. So hats off to him. Hopefully he's feeling yeah. good but he's a proud sch member and uh 
you know, I know he's, he's always wanted to be a firefighter, but no. <laughs> <laughs> There's one of the picnic tables you've got propped up there. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's pretty neat. That's a, it's, it's a good spot. It's good, good stop there. And That's there's awesome. the Yeti, yeah. not the Yeti, not Robert O'Donnell Yeti, but it's mm -hmm. yeah. the Yeti. You know, so this right here, this is a, this is a bridge that crosses over our fish Creek. The, the top of the bridge is actually the back of the milk plant tavern. Um, you know, and this is uh this is just your typical things that like, you don't realize how much money and how much time goes into just redecking this. So no infrastructure involved, oh, uh, I bet. no support, you know, that's 500 or $5,000 in lumber, uh, oh. to, to, to redeck that bridge. And it's every bit of three weekends of six to eight guys working solidly for a, a Saturday and, you know, bits and pieces here and there on a Sunday. Um, so it's just, it, you know, you talk about your membership dues and you talk about your operating budget and when you're, when you're spending $5,000 every couple of years, cause this stuff gets chewed up and banged over and knocked in. Uh, it, it's unbelievable. So please join those clubs, please drop twenties in donation jars and support the grooming and support the volunteers. Cause that's what continues to make this, this snowmobile world go around, you know? Yeah. Oh sure. yeah. <laughs> Matt B says that. that's USD dollars, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That's a solid, that's a wide and solid bridge. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. There's that'll give you an idea of the perspective of it. There's the crew, you know, like I said, six, six eight guys working hard to make it happen. And they're having fun. They got smiles on their face at the end of the day. Look how orange those steaks are. Ours are sun beaten. You know? Yeah. And, yeah. Yep. Like I said, we, we try to buy 200 a year as our goal. Uh, and what we found is you just, you, you lose, you'll just lose them. I don't, I don't We don't yeah. know where they go, but they go. <laughs> yeah. We, probably us Canadians going down there and taking them for our clubs. We don't want to <laughs> yeah. buy them. I'm, I'm, I'm going to come up with a trailer and steal them back soon. Yeah. <laughs> Sunset, sunset picks. I don't know about you guys, yeah. but those are those are some of the oh, best. They're right? amazing, man. It's nothing. Yeah, yeah. They never yeah. do justice. That one I took the other night was amazing sky, and then I just showed it tonight, and it was like, oh, that's kind of flat, you know. Yeah, that's a good view. Is that one of the lookouts? Uh, unfortunately, un unfortunately, that's uh, that's actually Pittsburgh, New Hampshire. So I can't take credit for that being New York. <laughs> uh, I threw that into the cache just because I love it, you know. It's all about family. It's all about time, time together and, and stuff like that. So that's me and pops, but that's Pittsburgh, New Hampshire there. Oh yeah. More, right more. Oh, there's your painted steaks. <laughs> yeah. More, more steaks in the garage. <laughs> yeah. There are two gallons of uh, paint in the background there. So yeah. when Chris invites you to come over for steaks, don't, uh, don't listen. Right. <laughs> steaks, steaks and beer, steaks and beer. That's right. You yeah. know, um, and, you know, another thing too, it just, it's incredible. We all use our own stuff. You know, everybody, all the volunteers use their own trucks, their own trailers, their own four by fours, their own side by sides to, to make that, that system go with the exception of the groomer that we use, you know, from time to time for some summer, fall trail work or the side by side, which we're starting to use a lot. Um, it's so much, you know, of our personal equipment and it's no different any club across New York state or really across the Northeast or the, probably the Midwest and Canada. So just, you know, I get, once again, you just can't say enough about the volunteers that make it yeah. all work. Oh, yeah. it's wild. Yeah. Nice it, garage there too. It really is. That's uh, yeah, that's a sharp spot. That's our, that's our vice president there. Brian Bedell, that's his setup. Nice. Cool. 
uh, you know, groomer, gr grooming the trails. We try to have those trail side kiosks at every major intersection. We have nine across our system. Uh, you know, we update the maps every year and then uh, the town names are on the side. So at least it gives you a little indication of where you got to go. Uh, in a perfect world, I'd have mileage markers and, and that type of stuff, but it, uh, it's, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a daunting task to, to, to update it all and keep it all up to date and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, we actually, we actually had a volunteer go out this past Saturday, Friday or Saturday. Uh, he updated all the maps for us. So you wouldn't think it's that big of a deal, but it took him all day from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. And he put 75 miles on his sled uh, just updating the maps. Wow. <laughs> so so eight, 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 eight hours, 75 miles, 100% working on putting maps up, you know, thumb screws and screwdriver and freezing fingernails and all that stuff. But uh, <laughs> it's it's so important because every time I, I pass one of these things, there's a group of sleds around it and they're standing there looking at the map trying to figure out where they are, you know. Yeah. So is this a cottage road or, or a main road in the summertime? What is, what are we so, looking at here? So here, here in New York, we call those seasonal roads. Um, so probably similar to a cottage road, but that's a, that's a stone and gravel road with limited access. Um, and, and in the sun, in the winter, they are turned over to the snowmobile club and we maintain them for the purposes of snowmobile trails. Um, so that's uh, the best the best trail conditions you can possibly ask for because it's a road system with a little bit of grade and already some drainage built in and some, some culverts and some bridges. And it's, it's wonderful for us. Very, very limited amount of signage work has to go on because they're, they're built as roads. So they're, they're long and sweeping and some of our straightaways, and then they have a, a nice natural fencing to them as well. So um, it, it's really the, some of our best rides. This is our camp two, camp four intersection. We, we hook up with Osceola's wheel club. Uh, to our west, and it's this is some of the deepest snow in New York State, right? Kind of in this area. Yeah. And, uh, Neil Owen has a tip for you too. He said, "Chris, we use local high school shop class to create our shop, our stakes. They cut them, they paint them, and they put reflective tape on as part of a student volunteer program." Wow, great idea! <laughs> I, you know, I'm writing that down. That's an excellent idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's a good yeah. good tip for you. Yeah, that's that's huge. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, uh, no Timbits or beer needed for that. Oh, you don't know right. what Timbits are. No, no donuts or beer needed for that. Okay. Now that is a nice night. Right <laughs> I want to ride that. Oh man. Yeah. That's, that's a better than coming around the corner and seeing that laid down in front of you. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, it's, that's probably what it looks like tonight up there. The boys are laying it down, I'm sure. And, uh, fresh nice. snow, fresh, fresh snow on one side and groomed on the other side and there's, yeah. they're running, they're running in tandem. So you can see the, the two different styles of, of tractors we choose, you know, both new Holland systems there, but the sure track system, which is kind of like more of a bulldozer, uh, utilizes the drag and the pivot to turn. Um, and then the sure track system is more kind of standard runs, like a runs, like a little bit more like a truck, uh, in the front and it's just get pulled. So we're, uh, we're happy with both. We have needs for both, uh, climbing Hills and icy conditions and stuff like that. The, the, the system in the back is definitely beneficial. We've got the munchkins instead of Timbits down here, Matt says. But do you know Justin Bieber, Matt? We got Tim Biebs up here. Oh, and you get Lord. a fanny pack with him. <laughs> I don't you want to talk about a career that's sunk when you start giving fanny packs out at a donut shop. You know, your music career has <laughs> gone downhill fast. <laughs> anyway, enough about him. Uh, that's a great groomer there. Look at the tracks on that. Or is this the new you Yamaha got 2023? <laughs> are you guys seeing stuff like this up in canada is that what they're using similar similar stuff yeah yeah very similar yep yeah. yep yep got it 
Depends what region. More Southern Ontario, I think you see more tractors converted like this. Um, yeah. And then up north, there's more purpose-built, you know, piston billies or bullies or purpose-built groomers. Yeah. Depends I, how uh, wide the trails are, right? Like that's the thing. You're not, you're not taking that rig through some of the, the, yeah. the club. I mean, I definitely up. have to get up there after this COVID stuff is done, get up there. Yeah. You got to ride in Quebec, man. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. I want to, I want to get there. I have been to uh, the Chick Chocks before I did a backcountry trip in the Chick Chocks. Oh, wow. That's a nice yep. area. Then. Yep. So yeah. I went up there, did a did off, off trail backcountry trip with a couple of buddies and uh, had an unbelievable experience. So, yeah. There we got. There we got the typical uh, the stakes, and you got the sign. And someone said, "You know what? The the trail groomed here doesn't look good. I'm just going to go right in there." Yeah, exactly. Uh, ah, that's good. You know, <laughs> that's uh, yeah. That's what drives yeah. drives drives the snowball club present crazy, right? That's that's oh, the phone yeah. calls. And that's the phone calls and this and that. So tries the volunteers that put those stakes up crazy. And you could yep. move them 10 feet. You could move them the other side of that and they'd still go the other side. You could mm -hmm. put them right Absolutely. along that tree line and they'd be driving through the trees. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. So that must be roads. down almost, almost right down to the road, is it? No, no. Believe it or not, we get, we, we, we get good snow. I mean, we'll have we'll have a two-foot base bit in the season up there. You know, And you could tell that this is late in the season because you can see it kind of drops off on either side. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, it's 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 important when we get out there. Like last week, we were kind of setting setting the setting the base and setting the trail sides. It's important that we get as wide as we can initially because we'll start to build up here now. Um, and if you if you start narrow, you're kind of hurting yourself later in the game. So, um, yeah, we're blessed with snow. Often we are often blessed with snow. That's good. I've heard that. You know, you've got that reputation, right? Yep. Another good shot of it. Yeah. That's got the red red stickers on. Is that your old sled or is that your dad's? No, that's an old sled. That's a that's a twenty twenty backcountry XRS. Uh, I had, and that red this this idea came to me uh, for this purpose exactly. Of you know, I'm I'm out there taking trail photos and and posting daily updates, and and why not add a little public publicity for the club? Um, so, but the red stickers from them didn't hold up as well. Uh, they couldn't get them as thick or whatnot. So that was kind of the first generation we've altered it. And, uh, now we go with a, a thicker gray and it works out well and get the same, same function, but it's so mm -hmm. important to, uh, you know, what, what, one of our successes is in the last seven years, we've been able to double our club membership and a, a big, big part of it is uh, brand recognition. So we created a logo, um, that's recognizable and kind of sharp. So people like to, you know, wear it they like to have it on a hat or a shirt or a bag or whatnot. Um, and then also we've, we started plastering it around the trails so people know, you know, uh, another thing we did was at our 10 intersections with other trail, uh, organizations, other clubs, we've said, you know, welcome to Southern tug. Thank you for riding. So when people have an enjoyable day, they know exactly where they are. So it's good. Yeah, that's cool, man. Rick at throw photos. Another good shot in the corner. Okay. Yep. There, this is what you see a lot of in our area. I think we have this exact yep. unit. Yep. Yeah, they're good. They're good units, man. They work. They work well for us. So I tell you, your dog is like he should get volunteer of the year award. <laughs> you know, <laughs> lying around there he is. Where, I got there he lucky. Is. Look at that. That's awesome. Right. Well, there look at it. Rich, it's pooped from working so hard. It was out all day on the trail, <laughs> slugging away. 
yeah, yeah. She's, she she works hard she's a good pup and actually believe it or not she's a tug hill dog she's uh she's born and bred at the flat rock inn so if you're uh if you're a dog fan if you're a golden retriever fan you got to get to the flat rock inn they're they're dog breeders plus a tavern and pub and 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 sled shop all in one very odd. <laughs> you, you I'm came, not. I'm not kidding. That's the truth. That is really. You is came. Truth. You came for the beers, and you you left with left a with a puppy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. When it, when when you went to the bar thinking you're going to come home with a dog, you had no idea it was going to be a canine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just friends of ours enjoying the trails, and like I said, this this is what it's all about, right? This is why you know, folks like you do it. This is why folks like I do it. And my family is just to, to make, you know, more miles, more smiles. It's the sunny yep. days on the trail is the best, man. That's wicked yeah, for sure. Yep. Absolutely. Another good shot to you. Blue bluebird sky. Aren't they the best? They're the best. Yeah. We had yep. two bluebird. We had two bluebird days in uh, New York this weekend, Saturday, Sunday. I mean, it was negative. Nice and cold. N- negative yep. 10 both days or negative yep. 20 both days, but they were still beautiful out. Yeah, we we had the full moon on Saturday night. Well, you would have had two. You're yeah, looking at the same yeah. sky, I think, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, but absolutely. The, Super full. That was awesome on Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. All Saturday afternoon, you could see the moon in the sky. It was really yeah, neat. it was really neat. Yep, but uh, that's the best right there. Fresh snow on the trees and groomers out. You know, laying it down. So. And the groomers got eight inches on the roof of it. That's so cool. Look at the snow, man. That's wild. I know. Yeah, this is uh. This is a club to our our north turns, and you see, you can see the slight difference in their size of the tractor. So they're they're running a 165 horsepower tractor. We'll run 45. They also have the next series up Susie tracks. Um, they also have a bigger drag, uh, but it's just it's 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 trail specific. So it's w- what the needs of the club are. Um, what what I can't stress enough is is the cost of these machines. Um, you're looking at 280,000 to 300,000 us dollars to, to buy one of these. So, um, unless clubs are obtaining a grant through New York in our area, uh, you just can't, just can't purchase it. So that's why it's once again, important to join the clubs and join multiple clubs because it, it, it takes a mountain to, to pay for these things. I can't, I'm, I can't believe what those tracks would be worth. ATV tracks are 10 grand for a set. <laughs> those, <laughs> those tracks. Those tracks nowadays are 90, 90,000 US dollars. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Jeez, it's not to mess around, right? No, it's no. nothing at all. Not cheap yeah. operating costs, is it? No, no way. That no looks way. like a cold shot too. Yeah. Cold yeah. shot. Gear, gearing up for a morning ride. We're, we're big on the morning rides. You know, my crew, we like to get out there and hit it, hit it from seven to nine, seven to 10. And you're not a windshield guy either. That sounds, uh, that, that that's looking pretty cool. So no, uh, this is a, this is a bad day. And I, the reason I threw this one in there is we, we typically don't like to, to publicize our struggles, but we do have them, yeah. uh, like, like any club does. And this is an, this is an incident where we get so much snow that if you start to dip one of those tracks off the side, you'll lose it. Um, and then you can get stuck. So this is just a you know situation where no, no major damage, no major, nothing, just did a little slide and, uh, you got to yeah. get rescued by your brother but it's just the the sheer amount of snow. You can see all the snow in the trees making it tough, but, uh, do you have an extra one that's, that's parked for rescues or does that guy have to leave a section of trail to come get them? 
No, the way the way we work, and fortunately enough, uh, a couple of years ago, we were able to work with the county and put in uh, county 911 radios in every groomer, uh, because more often than not, these these vehicles are also used in some rescue missions when there is a you know a serious accident or fatality or something like that. So there's a specific channel set up set aside for snowmobile clubs only, and the groomer operators know it's not for the banter, it's not for you know back and forth with your buddies while you're out grooming. It's for um, you know, hey, I, I'm I'm off a trail. I need some help. Is there any groomer close by? And, and through that, they'll be able to work it. But you know, typically these groomers aren't aren't right around the corner, and they don't move very fast. So no, it, it no. takes it takes some time to get some to get some uh, help your way. Uh, but you know, fortunately through through the radio system, and then about 75 70 percent of our system does have cell phone coverage. So you can make some cell phone calls and stuff like that. But we make sure we chair, carry. Uh, you know, at least two good chains in each each drag box, and and uh, we haven't left one out there yet, so that's good. <laughs> that's <Very odd. laughs> we had a groomer go through a lake or a swamp a uh, few years ago, like right down in, and they had to rescue it out. And the trails are closed for a while because there's no grooming operation on it. So well, I'm, I'm not, they, they had to develop a, a a rig to actually lift it up out of the ice. It wasn't a tractor like that, but it was a it was yeah. a big machine nonetheless. Yeah, I'm not proud to say, but we sunk three last week. Uh, early season, no frozen base yet. Guys pushing it. And uh, so we, we sunk three groomers just last week. Jeez, man. Yeah. Nice shot. Yeah, that's yeah, me. That's, that's, that's me enjoying something somewhere. Yeah, right. <laughs> look at that. Nice, that's a good base. Like, that is beautiful. Yeah, and you know the guys do a good job of pulling snow in, you know, as needed, and just helps yep. helps build everything yeah. up. Smart. Yeah, hitting the sunset, nice coming shot. on, nice. coming on, coming on in for that that beer at the camp, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. yeah, after a nice long day. Yeah, good hats. Well, speaking yeah. of hats, why don't we give nice. one away? Want to give one away? Yeah, for sure, yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, yeah. Rich, right. you got it. So, so I won that one. Great, done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, finished. We're done. Okay. How many people we got sitting here right now? 92. I'm going to do, uh, is 150 a good number, Rich? Or what do you think? Holy. Is that too high? Should I just do a randomizer to grab the names, eh? Okay. I, know. I, I do have a system. Hold on. Now, I didn't count okay. on him having prizes if I was a, if I was, <laughs> I, I got yeah, a system. Prizes, many prizes I got a system. <laughs> we'll get it in place and we'll, we'll, we'll make sure yeah. it happens. Okay. Well, whoever. Whoever the winners are, just email me or, or whatnot so I can. It's number ninety. No. Yeah. The winners email me. At email right, fan photo at murderbrats.com. So number number ninety. Just count up ninety from backwards. where you are. Yeah, do that, yep. Rich. That's good. Sorry, it's such big numbers. I wish it was three. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should have just said it was three. But man, we had ninety nine. No, what was it? One nineteen out of one twenty, and now I did a hundred, and we got number ninety. Jeez. The end of smooth. <laughs> so, so, so that's me a couple of years back. And the end of this, uh, the, the story of this picture is a, uh, a disgruntled club member left my club for one reason or another and uh, joined the neighboring club. And everywhere where we, where we match up to them, he, he had some message for us, which is, which is hilarious. So that's great. I was, I was, I was out for my morning ride and I came across it. I just absolutely loved it. You, you can't, you can't beat it. Um, whoever just said. I will buy, buy one. one. Yeah. 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 Where can they find him? Jason Seamer. 
yeah we <laughs> we have both. we have a uh we have an online store that opens up a couple weeks at a time so that'll be coming up or just message me on facebook southern tokyo snow riders or uh shoot us an email sthsno riders at gmail and i'll uh i'll get one out in the mail you can shoot us a, a venmo or something i want a shirt so we'll talk about that and we got a new, and we got a new feature coming up that chris is kicking off so um that'll start next week and we'll uh we'll, he'll be able to keep you the loop and when this merch store um happens every Welcome every time up. it's live and all that stuff so yeah that's good cool. do you make right. guys make so baby Fiona R- R- yeah. Rodriguez says, "Do you make bathing suits? If you don't, I can. Get, <laughs> I can. I can get some g-strings for you. Panel <laughs> floss. Yeah, they, they look good in negative forty. Yes. <laughs> well, it's for the hot tub afterwards, right? Awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's not a super spectacular picture. I'm surprised they sent that one to you. That must have been an error. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go to the next one then. Yeah, and again, these pictures—it's just more of the same. But you can never. You can never stress enough just the, the magnitude of the equipment, the size and, and the complexity of what these guys are doing. And they're all volunteers. It's, it's mm-hmm. crazy. It's a, it's a, I was, I was part of an economic impact study for the Tug Hill region uh, last winter. It was very, very interesting uh, to kind of, to make it tangible of, of what's going on out there. And, and nearly a hundred million in spending is brought in just in the winter months from snowmobiling almost a thousand jobs. And it was figured out that every snowmobiler spends about $200 a day uh, while they're in the area. So uh, all of that doesn't happen unless volunteers, you know, do their thing every, every night and every day. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I love this next shot. Look at that coming through the trees. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Nice. That's a, that's a Polaris there too. What's up with that? (laughs) Hey, they look good in the sun. (laughs) <laughs> so oh, it's, yeah. it's on the side of the trail so i imagine it's like looking for a belt or something yeah it's probably broke down probably, <laughs> probably stopped it to ask him if they're all right <laughs> and went oh there's the sun oh jason yeah. steamer he sent me something here hold on nice let me cue nice. it up the victory he's sending me the money so i can buy my bucks. own shirt perfect there you go there you go <laughs> It's a super sticker. He's got the victory and the peace sign on the on the sticker he sent me. So that's awesome. Thank you, Jason. Very cool. That'll pay for my Tug Hill shirt. Yeah. Sure <laughs> so uh, Dave Snyder says hi from Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. Fond Brad Hitchcock says, "Wow, I spent a lot of time on Tug. I've spent a lot on Tug Hill. Of course, yeah, you did. But of course. Another one. Oh, we're back at the beginning, eh?" Is that the, no, that's not beginning. He just sent me doubles. Oh, is it? Oh, is it? Doubles. Okay. It's, all, it's all the same stuff. <laughs> oh, Rich. He's, he sent me more pictures. Than, he's trying to beat Kirk Hastings' uh, record. Oh, is he? The number of pictures sent in. I think he did. I got it. I got, got excited. This is this a morning. good shot of volunteers. That's what it is. You know, this this was uh, earlier this year, uh, working on a trail reroute because of some landowner purchases that, you know, no longer wanted the trail across the yard. And, you know, the guy's got to go hard at work. And you see the saws. Uh, you see the stakes, you see the snow fence, and, yeah. and you see the guys just, just making it work. Um, one quick tidbit about the saws. We're having unbelievable – so for any club volunteers out there, our snowmobile club people, um, we're having unbelievable luck with the, the e, e-saws. 
and a lot of people aren't big fans of them. They don't think they have the power or whatnot, but uh, they are so much better for us because they're, they're a little bit lighter, a little bit safer. Uh, the batteries are staying warm in the cabs and uh, we're, we're loving them. You know, they're not, they're not easy to, you don't have to worry about starting them and the fuel and this yeah. and that. So uh, you know, we had a, we had a very generous donation uh, last year from a gentleman. He bought us four of them, four Milwaukee 18 volt saws. And then we actually just acquired a BRP grant for about $3,400, which is we're going to, we're going to update the saws and add some pole saws and stuff like that. Nice. All E. So it's great. That's awesome. Hey, Rich, yeah. Rich figured out the name of the winner of the hat and you'll, and yeah. you'll never guess who it is. Go ahead and tell him, Rich. <laughs> Mark Bo. Ah. Yeah. There you go. Mark, the, the rule is you got to go down there and pick it up, though. That's all. Yeah, come on down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is he well, still in the house? We'll is he still in the yeah, he's, he, I think he's still in there. We'll buy you a blue light. There you go. That's our groomer barn there. Uh, you know, simple but effective, right? <laughs> keeps the oh, stuff yeah, inside, man. keeps it warm, and yeah. that's what it is. Right on. It's crazy the budget you guys operate on. It's huge. You know, when you think about our club runs on, you got a lot of, you must have a lot of, uh, you know, like a lot of fundraising going on and, and things like that to generate that kind of money. Or does it come from permit sales or where's it come from? It it comes from the memberships. So, uh, you know, 12, $1,300 memberships times $24 a pop. In addition to our 45,000 we're getting from the state. And then we're probably doing, you know, five to 10,000 a year in fundraising. Um, you know, there, there's always there's always opportunities for more fundraising, but the, the the real problem is is that with that with the lack of volunteerism, you're using the same five and ten people for every single event. Um, yeah. So 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 we have kind of shifted and decided as a club and as an administration that we're really really going to focus on quality trails, quality marketing, marketing, and hope that our membership uh, increases because of that. Um, and, and kind of use our membership as a, as a fundraiser. So that's where we're at now. And, and as long as we can hold it, hold it still, we'll, uh, we'll be, we'll be in good shape for another couple of years. Right on. There's a great uh, this, shot. This is our, this is our end of the year landowner and volunteer appreciation banquet dinner. Uh, so for the people that allow us to use their land for the trails and for the people that allow us to, uh, you know, to, to work throughout the year, uh, we buy them a, a little dinner and a couple cocktails at the end of the year, usually March, April timeframe and, and celebrate them and just thank them. It's, it's the least we can do. Right on. And, yep. and 96 ounce draft tubes for 12 bucks. Yeah, man. Let's <laughs> go. Kidding me? Right. I, I've, I've actually got enough for three with super chats tonight. That's amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. That, uh, that's that's the milk plant right there, boys. So we got we got to go. Plant. A lot of milk plant talk. Let's go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. It sounds great. Milk plant. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Just a couple more club volunteers doing their thing. You know, recognizing their efforts. So. More more groomers. We're yeah. just gonna fly through a few here because we got a, quite a few left to go. No, um, it's fine. You can you can. No, that's good. No, it's all the same stuff. No, no, right? it's it's good. <laughs> There's the dog again. The dog looks skinny a lot. It must have wore, wore itself out. I know you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna find it hard to believe, but there's actually it's two different dogs. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. half similar, the work sim- each. Similar breed, but uh, yeah. Sloby says that's the most affordable place on the hill. It is. It is. 
Yep, there's our uh, West Lydon Fire Department in Southern Tokyo Snowriders Ranger. Uh, obviously, in the summer, it gets put on wheels so they can use it for ATV rescue or whatever else they need to do. They actually have a pump and a tank system, too, so they can use it for some brush fires and stuff. So it's truly, truly a uh, an awesome vehicle and, and used, used year-round. That's cool. <laughs> Dannon says, sorry, I'm like two hours late. Not sure if you guys heard, but we got a bit of snow. Oh yeah, everybody's probably <laughs> picking themselves out. He's up yeah, north. He's, well, he's Toronto actually. Toronto is oh, insane right now. A with third the dog. It's a third dog. Okay. Third dog. Now you're just now you're just kidding us now. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's that's also a, a flat rock. That's also a flat rock in dog. That's a, I can't go to the flat rock in. I'm gonna come home with like dogs like crazy. <laughs> Are they the only one breed too? Or is that, is yeah, they're just, all they're all golden. All, all they're golden, all golden retrievers. All nice. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> That's classic. Yeah. Oh my god! They get you all liquored up on the twelve dollar ninety six ounce beer beer kegs and and send you home with a bunch <laughs> of puppies. <laughs> Gary FY Tughill is huge with ATV trails. Yeah, I bet it is. So that must so those trails cottage roads but there must be atv offshoots on those yeah there is not not all of them are, are cross not 100 percent kind of crossbreed uh because so, some of the private property trails uh don't allow don't allow the the, the four-wheelers on them or vice versa uh but there right. is a tremendous amount of atv and side-by-side -side business up there um so so definitely look that up you know and i gotta i gotta give a shout out to my local uh local brp dealership kdk sports in rome new york not rome italy uh so you can buy a sled at kdk sports and then head across the street to the dmv uh those guys have been hooking us up with the the skidoo products and the side-by-sides and the four-by-fours for years so hats off to those boys right on there he is marky the moose marky there the moose that's on that's, sign. yeah <laughs> yes yeah. yeah we move him around we move him, like i said we move him around a couple times a week and it, uh, it's a fun little game for kids and families and stuff like that to get out there and try to find. So we enjoy it. That's neat. So do you start at one spot to go looking for them or is it just you randomly? There's, there's, there's absolutely no rhyme or reason. Guys, guys will throw them on the drags when they feel like it and move them around. I'll be honest with you. I very, very rarely, I had no idea where they are unless I find them when I'm riding. <laughs> okay. Brad Hitchcock <laughs> has been bugging me about coming down to Tug Hill forever. And now he find and now he finally throws this in, which is he should have said like last year. This the vodka <laughs> soaked gummy bears at the hideaway are awesome. <laughs> oh man, are you serious? He's not, he's not wrong. And I, Brett, somebody says KDK is awesome. They are right. Um, Brad, I don't know if the new owners you might the new owner new uh, hideaway sold. And this is their second year, uh, so I don't know if they're continuing that tradition. I was actually in there on Saturday. Uh, for a beer myself, I should have asked. So uh, I'll have to report back, fellas. But um, I'm not sure that they do them, but I hope they do. They were delicious. <laughs> Dare Dog says Gary can't handle Tug Hill. LOL. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, jumping! That's the dog again. Just gotta wait till the end of the ride, and it's like, okay, we're done oh, yeah, riding. Keys away. <laughs> yeah, you end know. Of the day. Yeah. Yep. Holy sure. crap. What are the rooms like at the, where is that? The, the uh, hideaway, they have rooms there and, or cabins. Unfortunately, <laughs> they, they do not. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> they do not. We'll have to get Brad Hitchcock to pick us up and Uber us around. <laughs> so there's a dog again, enjoying the fruits of its labor there after it had a hard day at work in the sunset. That's a great shot. 
yeah, it's what it's all about. Like I said, we we love love having that. So it's really cool. It's like our area, man. It's a lot of terrain, the same. But this is this is your typical snowmobile trail in the in the summertime. Look at that. Yep, base. So that's that's our that's our best that's our best trails. And obviously, we don't have a hundred percent of those. We wish we did. Um, but that's you know our best trails have this in the year round because that's what affords us the opportunity to build up snow quickly. Um, but you can even see the difference there. I mean, you can see it's about one truck wide or a truck and a half wide, but we're going to yeah. groom those things all the way out to that blue sign. So that's, you can actually wow. make the snowmobile trails much, much wider than the actual road. That's yeah. Wild. Oh, for sure. A brush clearing. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Is that your trailer there? That's my trailer. Yeah. With a, nice. got to, got to do some, you know, fortunately enough, I don't have to use it very much. We ride right from the yard up there, which is great. Um, but every great. so often, you know, we travel around or sometimes got to get to some higher elevation, early season, late season. Um, putting, putting the broken Polaris's in. Yeah, exactly. Got to pick them up. So another, yeah, another really. shot, another shot for our KDK Thursdays. We're fortunate enough that that KDK dealership, they sponsor uh, the club and they do every Thursday. Uh, they, they, they sponsor our, our, uh, our trail conditions. So you can see they're actually their logo on our hood. They rent some hood space from us too. And this idea, this idea came up because all my guys now with smartphones, they constantly take pictures, send them oh, yeah. on Facebook. Yeah. So, that's a good so idea. We, we it's out. like NASCAR so, sponsorship, right? <laughs> anybody that wants yeah. to ever, anybody, we got to get a snow brat sticker out there. No, no, there we need go. snowmobile sessions right in front of that. On top of that, let's, 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 let's talk about that. That'd be get, awesome. Get me, <laughs> Get get me a decal and we'll do it. We'll make it happen. So oh, have, I, I, have, I'm the decal guy. I'll we got we got five, we we got a brand new groomer coming to us from Maine. So let's make it happen. That might be the baby. Seriously, okay, let's do that. That's awesome. Okay. I love that. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's cool. There's groomer, some, groomer. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's some good snow. That's the late last year, and that's uh, the New York State Groomer Operator of the Year for last year. Roger Smith just doing his right thing. On. That, that gentleman. That gentleman spends more time in that tractor than than we all do riding. It's it's incredible. So uh, he he grooms almost every night, you know, six, eight, ten hours a night, and and does it because he loves it. So God bless him and God bless everybody. It makes it. Yeah, happen. that's awesome. Matt B says, "Is there any pictures of the gorge? I know it's not STH territory, but it's a cool view." The gorge. The gorge is awesome. Uh, that's not our specific area, but our trails stop about. Six eight miles south of there, so the, the well, we don't have any pictures. In. We don't have any pictures in here, though, right? No, no, unfortunately not. Nope. Look at this guy; he's working hard at it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice rip there. So, so the big the big thing about our area, specific to Tug Hill, is uh, you're going to get a total. Uh, full complement of kind of terrain. You're going to get, you know, a little bit of scenic overlook, a little bit of mountain terrain. You're going to get a handful of uh, open meadows and farmlands. You're going to get some winded wooded trails. Um, so you really kind of get the full gamut uh, when you come to our area. And in a day, you're going to really see everything. As you go to some other areas in New York, you're going to ride, you know, all farmland, all plains, all kind of wooded twisty turnies, Adirondack style tree trails. Um, we really have it all, uh, which, which is nice, you know, changes it up for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Good mixture of, uh, terrain. Yeah. That's good. There's Marky Moose. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's always a good sign when the, the, the bottom of the sign starts, starts creeping up on the snow line, you know? <laughs> yeah, I love it. 
couple couple years ago, our six foot stakes weren't tall enough. The the, the county came Holy. back. And, yeah, county came back and they started. They said they wanted to put us have us put eight footers in, and we said, who can put those in? You can't. Wow. <laughs> you know what? What 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 five five and a half foot or six foot man or woman who's the volunteer who's putting those stakes in can put an eight foot pool and none. So it's not gonna happen. Yeah. But yeah, no, from no. Time, from time to time you'll just have the the actual sign, you know, sticking out of the ground. So what's the Seaville gear path? Goat path. Oh, the goat <laughs> path. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Seville goat path is is not our proudest trail by any means. Um, but that that's a, a stretch of trail that has been changed and rerouted due to land closures because of unhappy landowners. Um, and we actually climb about a thousand feet in elevation in about a mile and a half. And uh, it's a south facing hill. So it gets, you know, beat with the sun. It's wooded. It's nasty. It's twisty. It's turning. It's through rocks and canyons and creeks and bends. But uh, we make it up and down it. But it is very, very, very tough um, to, to keep flat. So thank God for for the operators that do that because it's not an enjoyable two, two miles of trail. <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately it, it, it ties in a very popular parking spot to a guest gas destination. So uh, it's heavily enough traveled that stuff tough to keep. You got to be groomed. Yeah. 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 Look at that. Nice hard packed. That's hard the squeaky packed. snow. You can tell that's cold. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Not it is. Too. Yeah. KDK sticker, join STH, fire department logo. Love it. It's our Apple yeah, trail. Good stuff. Yeah. We love, I love it, man. It's great. There's two of our, two of our beasts at work. So we, uh, our, our guys, our guys enjoy driving in tandem. It doesn't always make sense because we have to divide and conquer our 68 miles of trail. Um, but there is some, some advantages of, of grooming in tandem, especially when we have great snow. So th there you go. We were just talking about it, right? That's a, that's a seven foot stake on that particular sign. Holy, really? Yep. So you're probably sticking out about two, two and a half feet. So that's, uh, love it. That's a good base. Hey, uh, uh, Brian Bettle says, uh, Southern Tug Hill groomer of the year, Roger Smith, 70 years old. He's the best. That's right. He is. Yeah, another good shot of it. That's that's some beers, beers with the dogs at the end of the day after a good ride. It's what it's all about, right? Yep. <laughs> getting home, getting home safe after a couple hundred miler, and and then loving life. Yeah. En enjoying the fruits of the labor. <laughs> another good shot of the groomers. Yeah, this is a nice shot of our uh, STH family day. I, I I wish I hadn't knew how many people stopped by, but we started this. This is up at Barris Performance, which we talked about before. Nice big parking spot, and you know they're fortunate enough to give us a spot, and they buy us the food for the day, and you know so we actually give food away. We we give food, we give whatever merchandise is left over at the end of the year. We give it all away, and we just ask for donations. That's yeah, awesome. awesome. So if we have T-shirts left and hats left and this and that and you know people people take them up they scap them up stickers and decals and all kinds of stuff and we we have an enjoyable day bonfire and, and groomer demos and free food and we're actually going to have a skidoo demo this year there the KDK Sports Boys are bringing up a couple demo sleds and maybe a links or two and we gotta rip those and check them out so love that day. love yep. it yeah that's cool yep that's gonna be February 26th for people that are uh, planning nice yep. Fannies. 
there's Benny the Bear again. Excited to see you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loves it. <laughs> Free food, fifth gear sale. Oh, STH gear sale and a 50-50 contest and a fire. Can't nice. beat it, huh? Yeah, and he's got the <laughs> Miller Lite. Hey, Sloby, Chris is uh, Sloby was asking Chris, what was the camp that says smile? You're on camera with old Dew and Yard. Uh, that's uh, our vice president, Brian Bedell. That's his okay. That's his spot. So that, that camp that you guys are talking about with the garage and the log cabin, nice fire pit right on the trail. Um, if you're ever riding through the tug and we're standing there having a beer or two and with a fire, please stop in and, and say say hello. We love it. Right on. Winter sunsets are the best, aren't they, fellas? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Clear, clear skies, no crisp. Doubt. Just love it. You can't. It's a great shot. A lot of people go through life and don't get to see that, so that's awesome. That's yes, right. Yep. There's some ice. That's actually in Lake Placid. Oh, oh. seriously. So yeah. uh, so last year, a little bachelor party run for my brother. We did uh, a West Leiden, Southern Tug Hill Snow Riders, up to Lake Placid. Day, 140 miles. We were there for lunch. Nice. We, we, we caught it right. Caught it right. Caught the railroad bed, and and we were, we were we set sail. That is nice around there. Yeah, it's great. It was a good day. Good day. Another nice shot. Yeah, there's my pops holding sign, doing work. Nice. Oh, I got a shot like this. You yeah, all stakes. Yeah. I love these shots. Right? It's yeah, always cool. it's always unbelievable because this time of the year we're looking for more stakes. Like we need more stakes. We we need more stop signs. We need more stop aheads. <laughs> and it's like where do they all go? You know, it's 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 incredible how many stakes and how many hours it goes into pounding them in the ground. Uh to keep to try to keep people in line right yeah. <laughs> and we know we know it's not going to work yeah we got a guy in our club it's like herding kittens when he's looking for signs <laughs> <laughs> look at that that's awesome yeah <laughs> found it stakes and that's what it's like right there standing in the bulrushes or whatever and uh, yeah. putting stakes in yeah it's Trying to dream, us. trying to dream about better days ahead when the snow comes. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> and there's Figuring a dog. How much, how much snow will it take to cover all this brush? Right. Yeah. I can't believe we're gonna fill this swamp in with snow and ice. <laughs> but it works every single how, year. We do it. And you have a frost line, I guess, like ours, right? You want to put those stakes in a good foot or more. Yep, without a doubt. Feet, because yep. they'll get pushed up if you if you don't. Yep, for sure. Absolutely. It's usually uh, two, three good circles with the bar and, you know, six, eight good pounds with the sledge. <laughs> I wonder what age it is you can start reading these. Is it about 45 years old? <laughs> <laughs> Until then, you don't know what those letters mean on that sign? Yeah, Stay I can say I, trail. I, yeah, I didn't know what it meant until I became a Snowville Club president. So get involved in your local club, you'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah you'll learn what stay on trail means real fast. You really do. Yeah. You know, you know, custom signs just to let people know where we're at. So just, uh, it, it, it all, it's all, it's all part of the equation here. You know, it's all part of the master plan. Love this shot. <laughs> Stand in the ditch, putting up a directional signage. Yep. <laughs> One day it'll be filled in, right? <laughs> yeah. You'll be, sta you'll be up that sign. That second sign's probably buried. Yep. It is. You're, you're not wrong there. Yeah. 
there's my daughter and her southern tug. You can't see it, but that's a southern tug onesie. She's yeah. getting all excited, grabbing the keys, saying she wants to go snowmobiling. So that's what that's what I'll have to look forward to. That's why I'm working hard to make sure the trails exist for the next 25 years so until she can take over, right? Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So. Oh, there's your trade show display. That's great. Yeah, this is the Big East Power Sports Show in Syracuse. We were uh, we had this idea a couple of years ago. I think we were the first club to join and kind of sign up. And our thought process was spend a couple hundred dollars, try to grab some memberships and build some relationships. And it's been very, very good for us. And since then, we've started working on a relationship with Snowgoer. We actually made a little club zone. Uh, so they give you know the clubs 50% off uh the the booth space which is excellent so happy about that and it's it's a good thing for us you know we we typically pull 60 80 90 memberships out of it on a weekend and that's good uh you know get to see some of our members and some of our fans and just have some good conversations it's always late september early october so people are really just getting geared up and getting excited for the snow and uh we love doing it and we'll definitely continue to, to, to to visit that show do you find people wait for that show? Is it kind of a an annual thing to buy their memberships? Um, I think that people wait because I think people like to get it out of the way while they're there. It's present. It's right in front of them. So they're like, oh, we're going to do it now. But I think we also run some nice incentives around it. So we've, we've teamed up with TechFest before, uh, you know, Great so anybody. Anybody who, uh, joins this, this, this weekend gets a chance to win a tech fest. Uh, this nice. is just, this specific last year, anybody that joined won a Yeti 45 cooler. Uh, so there's always like a couple hundred dollar value incentive uh, to join that weekend, which is great. So, um, so we go with it and it's really about the networking and, and, the, and the camaraderie, as you guys know, and it's a big part of why you guys are doing this. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, so it's just, yeah. like I said, it's another small piece of the big puzzle. Absolutely. That's pretty yeah. cool. Uh, more signs, you know, these, these were donated by a, uh, a sign gentleman out of uh, Albany area, Albany, New York, EC graphics. Um, he also has a, a little snow brand, so snow Colt. So avid snowmobile rider loves our trails, reached out and said, Hey, what can I do? And I said, I need some signs and shot him an idea. And, and here you go. So, um, as you guys know, there's nothing worse than driving around and not really knowing where you are, or, or if you're looking <laughs> for a spot and you can't find it. So, uh, we try to do the best we can at, at making sure that, um, people know where to go and, and obviously always fuel and food and beer are always destination spots. So. Yep. Here's Hunter wants to know yep. where to get a shirt, hat, et cetera. Again, I'm going to put it in the chat when you say it. So what's the email or the, or the group? Um, hit, hit, send me a message on Facebook, Southern Tug Hill snow riders, S N O dash riders. Uh, you can send me an email at S T H snow riders, S N O riders at Gmail. And we do have an online store. It's going to open up next week for about two weeks. We run our online stores for like two weeks and then we shut them down and they'll ship it out. So that's, that's the best bet. That's what I'm going to tell you to do. I'll send you the link and it'll be open in about two weeks. So we Good appreciate job. your, we appreciate your support. What was the email? Say that again. S T H S N O R I D E R S at Gmail. Hunter says snow Col snow Colt's a great guy. He is. What is snow Colt? What do they do? He's, uh, he's creating merchandise. I believe, uh, hats, t-shirts. Right on. Yep. Yeah. Neat name. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, just more bridge work, you know, more, it's just never ends, you know, again, personal equipment, 
using it, volunteered. Uh, this specific bridge washed away. So this is a bridge that you guys saw us building before, washed away in some flooding rains this fall. Had to bring it back, rebuild it up, set it on some blocks, and then fill it in. So we're ready to go. Jeez. Yeah, Pretty it's, nutty. It's, it's never ending, as you fellas know. Yeah, well, that that's the end of the fan photos, actually. that's That was pretty awesome. Well, I enjoyed that. Appreciate yeah. you guys and the fans taking a ride with us and, and seeing kind of what it's all about. Uh, obviously, a lot of snow pictures. and But one one thing that you don't see, uh, nobody will see, is the administration arm of snowmobile clubs. You know, uh, the, the, the folks doing the memberships and uh, doing the daily Facebook posts and the updates and all that type of stuff. It's just it's just a couple hours a week, but it all adds up over a year, you know, and it's all for snowmobile lovers so that we have a system to ride. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and so what's, what's some things happening this, this season as far as events and have you got any uh, other events planned during the, during the winter? Uh, we're going to try to keep all of our groomers running. We're going to try to keep our trails as flat as possible. And uh, our SDH family day is, is scheduled for, Saturday, February 26th, I believe is the date. Let me, let me make sure that that's the right day before I'm out here in the world telling everybody. Um, yep. It's 26, Saturday 26th at Barrett's performance, you know, 9 AM to 3 PM, stop on by, grab a free dog, sit by the fire, have a chat, drop a 20 in the bucket. We appreciate it. And, uh, and that's really it. I mean, we, we try to limit, like I said, we try to limit our events. We, if we wanted to, we can have an event every weekend. Um, but yeah. you're using the same five to 10, 20 volunteers. And it's more important to put those guys on the trail to make the trails flat. So, uh, we've kind of redirected our efforts and that's where we're at now. Yeah, Neil, Neil Owen said it was nice to learn about Tug Hill and he's riding area and he's going to put it on his bucket list for next year. Please yeah. do Neil message, yeah. message us, send us a, send us a message of any questions at all. For sure. For sure. Let's see. Uh, that would be a great plan. Actually. He's a good guy. Um, yeah. he's a big supporter of, uh, snowmobile sessions live as well. So he, awesome. uh, yeah, so, um, that's exciting. We thank you for your time tonight too. Is yeah, it, thanks, if man. anyone has any other questions, fire them up right away in the chat. Um, if you don't, thank you for watching and thank you for subscribing to uh, Mudbrat Snowbrats and give this video a like, uh, if you're watching it right now, cause it helps spread the, spread the love, uh, in the YouTube world too. So hit that like button. Um, if you don't like it, hit the, hit the thumbs down twice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Any final parting words for our fans out there? Gary, we want to talk about the, the club thing real quick or. Yeah, we can do that. I think so. Uh, we, Gary, yeah, go ahead. Go, you go ahead. Like we're, we're going to flush out this thing yet, but I've got two clubs interested in, in including, um, Southern Tug Hill Snow Riders. So we're going to do a feature of uh, uh, of next week on on clubs and any other clubs watching right now want to get involved, just hit me up. Um, but we'll show club logos and websites every week. We'll put a tile up and uh, and then we'll do a feature on the, on one club. So for example, your family day week uh, before that happens, send us all the details and and we'll talk about that uh, live on the air to promote it before that event happens. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's It'll huge. be pretty exciting thing. So yeah, so it's a uh, it was it was recommended, and then you kind of built up on it. So let's uh, let's get this train rolling. Perfect, love it. And we'll start that next week. So um, I've I've reached out to a couple of uh, of clubs locally here. We'll see what we can get. If we can get five, let's say four or five clubs involved, then that's uh, that'll keep it going through the rest of the season, and and away we go. 
Uh, Slow B yeah, says, sure. great hearing from you, Chris. Love your trails. And uh, and uh, Terry Tupaw says, yeah, I'd love to travel from Ontario for take a week or two to to uh, to look at Tug Hill, maybe Lake Placid. So great yeah, job, guys. Nice says, yeah, yeah, for sure. Beautiful area. So, yeah. And Tony Cat says, anyone that's got his Facebook info, you can always hit him up and he can he can put you right in, in touch with Chris as well. So um, yeah. That's I think perfect. everybody everybody knows Tony and and it's probably connected to him as well. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. So well, I, I, okay. Well, thanks you, for, thank, yeah. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Appreciate no problem. Time. Thanks, appreciate you. Great you know, meeting you. Let's, let's check. Let's thanks for the prizes too. That was amazing. I'm, I'm going to grab yep. myself a shirt. So we'll arrange that. Um, we'll talk about the decal on on the tractors because I want to get involved in that for sure. And <laughs> yeah. uh, and and away we go. So. Um, thank yeah. you again. That was a lot of fun and great, great images to show tonight. All right, guys, have a good night. All right, thanks for your time. Yeah, for sure. Take care. Just stick, stick around. I'm going to roll some credits here, and uh, and we'll uh, we'll call her a night. And thanks cool. a lot, everybody, for watching. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Just got to find the, the end credits here. Here. We're